This is The Extra Sheep, the unofficial Age of Empires 4 podcast hosted by myself, Socrates, along with Beal and the one and only Sir Nevels. How are we doing today, guys? Excellent. Excellent. Sir Nevels has like the hardest week of his life, then goes, excellent. I'm great. I'm doing great. <laughs> we're back. We're back with the boys, man. The boys, man. Y'all, y'all pick me up when I'm down. I'm good. Yeah, we weren't sure time. if Sir Nevels would make it this week. He was, uh, he's had some, uh, well, suffice to say, he's had some some challenges in his own life he's had to work through. Yeah, uh, he's had some, yeah. some stuff pop up. And we weren't sure. We were going to excuse him this week, but then he uh, surprised us all this morning in Discord and be like, hey, fellas, we still on? And I was like, of course we're still on, Sir Nevels. And so here he is. Oh, we're man. really glad to have him in with us today. Um, can't get rid of me, man. Can't no, we can't. Rid of me. We can't. We've been trying to get him. We, we have a restraining order in place, but he just keeps coming in. So, dude, you shouldn't gave me the admin roll on the Discord, man. It's never, I'm never leaving. Man, um, so I, I want to acknowledge something first for this episode. By the time this uh, episode is live, or, or at least by the time most people listen to it, the update will. Uh, sorry, the update. The expansion will be live. Um, we are recording this mm. on Sunday, November fifth. So. Full disclosure to anyone listening, we have not seen the update yet, so we're like still super excited. By the time you guys are listening to this, you'll probably be just kind of diving into Byzantines right now already. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're really excited. It's it's so close. I wish it had come out this weekend, honestly. Tuesday, just ah, uh. that'd be amazing. That'd be overloaded content. Yeah, I, and I think I, I nailed it a couple weeks ago yeah, when I, I mentioned why. I think it's because they release a Tuesday, then they can do like a hot fix, but. Soccerton, it's next Tuesday. Next Tuesday? It's not the this 14th. Tuesday? Oh, no. no. Wait. Yeah, I was going to try to throw I, that in yeah, there. I just like, like, was like, I was like, oh, oh you should have listened to it. I was getting so hyped, dude, that it was this week. Ah, oh, goodness. Sorry, no, man. 14, you got another 14. week. Uh, yeah, here another I was week. like, I thought it was this. It's not the. Si- oh, wait, wait. It's the 14th. No, it's the 14th. The 14th. I had it in my mind yep. it was like the 7th. Dang it, dude. Okay, well. Oh, yeah. I almost want to restart the episode, but we're just going to leave it. You guys, nah, I, I have been so hyped. Take. I tried like bending time for you guys. Okay, <laughs> I tried. It didn't work. <laughs> Dang it! Did you had me? I was just like, oh wow, it is Tuesday, and then I had to. No, oh, to me, no, no way. There's no I way. I have wait. to look this up and confirm. Dang I was it. like, I was like, wait, man, I gotta take off because I'm taking work off that day, dude. I'm I'm going <laughs> in, boy. Yeah, maybe I should. It's it's so close to Thanksgiving break, though. I mean, it's so we're so close nah, to the holiday, right there. there. Damn, the hype, dude. Uh, the hype around that game. This game is. I, I'm. I'm gonna say. I think it's gonna skyrocket to 14. Yeah, I think it's I, I really want, gonna, okay. One of the things I wanted to talk about is I think the game is already skyrocketing a little bit. Yeah, I, have, I have no numbers for this. I have no game. numbers, but I have just getting the vibe. Like one of my. I have another brother-in-law who is now playing. Who play, I played the game with him the first time yesterday. Jeez, dude, you're getting the whole thing. I know. And you know the funny thing is, is American Jeremy, it's American Jeremy's uh, little brother. Uh, so he actually oh, reached beautiful. out to him and it's them connecting to get that. And then he, uh, American Jeremy, my wife and I uh, hopped in. We're doing some 2v2s against each other. Oh, that sounds so, so fun. It, it was it was a nice. fun time because Jeremy's about getting so close nice. to my level. And then my wife is, is I mean, Rini Ru, love her to death, but she uh, doesn't play the game enough to be any what good at the game. But he... Timokin uh, is his gamer tag. He's been playing a little bit and got into it. So it was him and Jer against, uh, no, it was him and I versus uh, American Jeremy and my wife. We figured that my wife had a little bit more experience and uh, we won both times. But the second time, they almost, they almost, they double teamed me. American Jeremy did and my wife. And uh, to to Timokin's credit, I don't even think he listens to the podcast. I don't think he knows about it yet, but he saved me, guys. He like sent just enough of a little English army to to push them back for me to go go for my 3TC Abba Boom. So, you know. The game is popular, guys. People are coming to the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about it, man. This, uh, dude, this expansion, I mean, you look at, like, just how economic 
it's how economically respectful it is for 15 bucks and all this content. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah, you got this one thing I'll say about the Age of Empires, like, you know, developing squad, they know how to win back the community. Like they're doing really good. I mean, cause this, this I would have easily paid twenty five, thirty dollars for expansion. I mean, maybe that's a problem with me, but like I wouldn't even argue. I would have thought it'd at least be twenty, twenty five dollars. I mean, the fact that it's fifteen bucks, which is that's that's a reasonable price. And it comes with all this packed in. I mean, like, you know, in every and I like how they rolled it out too, with all like just pretty much every week. Like it it kind of kept us on our heels until it, it fully you know, uh, until it's going to come out just every week, kind of just doing like a slow drip, like an IV drip of content yeah. that we could talk about for that week. I like it. I don't know what we're yeah, going to do we? when we get our hands on all the stats and information in the patch notes. I mean, it's going to oh be the goodness. longest episode ever, or we're just going to have to actually pace ourselves. Like, I, I don't know how else we're going to do it. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, I have- hear that AOE 4 World already has that information. They're w- ready to like push it live how once do, it comes out. I want that information. <laughs> how do, how, know, wait man. a minute, so is AOE 4 World official now? What, what's going on here? I mean, uh, kudos to them. I mean, like I mean full stop, AOE 4 World is awesome. Uh, but they're independent, though, as far as I knew. Like, Microsoft they they, they, like Microsoft should have made something like what they have. Most definitely. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Maybe that might not be 100% true. The, the just rumors okay, okay, that okay. I've rumors. heard. I want to I believe yeah. it, though. I, 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 imagine, I imagine they're at least ready for the... The infrastructure on that website is probably ready to go regardless. Like, they, they know... They, they've got to know that's coming, and they've... I'm sure... I'm sure the devs talk. I'd be really surprised they didn't. Uh, how much they know, I, 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 I would be speculating, I guess, but still. I want, I want them to hire them to do, like, in-game leaderboards. I know oh, that would probably nice. kind of nerf AOE yeah. for a world, but just, like, dude, get them get them on payroll and have them just manage the in-game leaderboards with all, like, dude, because like, the interface of AOE for world it's so is so good. It's so good. And like, like, an in-game wiki, too. Like, yeah, this civilization is like, had Simplicadia. They can put all yes. that stuff in game yeah if you put this in game this will make everything just so accessible like like i've been i, I think aoe4 world needs to be picked up and become the official like leaderboard tracker of aoe4 while we're at it 100%. if you want to pay us microsoft as well to uh keep promoting this oh, awesome dude. game of yours which we've been doing for <laughs> almost a year now uh by all means i'll sell yeah, out they know i'll sell we'll out tomorrow this if they don't pay us exactly <laughs> they're like oh dude still awesome. gonna be here free promo no problem I mean, I would Listen, honor I'll, an NDA. I'd out. honor an NDA, but you got to give. I mean, I think the point of a podcast like this is you're trying to hype up the game. You got to give us like a tidbit to share that's exclusive every oh, now. Yeah, you got to give like you got to drip out some <laughs> hype material, right? Like, got to, uh, got to. I was, I will sell out tomorrow. Microsoft starts sending oh, us. I would be a total sell. If you've already heard yeah, ads on this out. thing, anyone who hears uh, like ads on Spotify from this thing, I'm sorry. We only get paid like we've only gotten like ten bucks from that in total. So I almost want to just turn it off. It's not even worth it. But I'm a total <laughs> sellout, man. If I can make money off it, I totally would. I've got kids. Yeah, I got. I got. I got. I got to feed a family. You know, Listen, it's like that old joke. Like, what? What? What's the difference between a pizza and a musician? A musician. A pizza can, can feed a family. Yep. 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 I have a pianist. Uh, she's a. I have a pianist. She's a really nice friend, a lifelong friend of my my wife and I's, and uh, she uh, she uh, is a music major, like full on concert pianist. She's amazing, but she tells that joke all the time, and it's just absolutely funny. But, anyways, uh, so yeah, I'm a sellout. Uh, I'll just own it. You know. Uh, Oh, you got but, to. But no one's no one's sold me out yet, so we're we're still 
you know, independent and, uh, we're just, and waiting. We're just waiting. We're just waiting to sell out any moment. <laughs> Click the button. We're waiting. <laughs> All right. Um, so today's episode, now that I know that we have a week of buffer, gosh, I really thought it was this Tuesday. I thought our episode was going to be immediately out of date because everyone's going to have all the patch notes. But now you got a whole week to listen to us to recap this season and to talk about what's coming up. We do have some new stuff to talk about. Um, but first, let's talk about some AOE news. Um, besides that, Age of Empires uh, just had, or I guess it was a uh, uh, EGC TV just had their uh, was it Empire Wars Wars of Empire? What, what is it actually called? I keep messing up the name. Empires at oh, War. Uh, Empires at War. Yeah, uh, yeah the finals third. for that concluded this morning. I was catching it, guys. Marine Lord, can we talk about him? For anyone who doesn't know, he <laughs> swept 3DB. I think it was oh, a sweep. Was it? Was it six zero or five zero? I think it was a five zero sweep. Five zilch. Um, I don't think there's a single man or woman or child alive who is better at a mirror match in AOE four than Marine Lord. Dude. Um, when it comes to a mirror, like, there was a couple mirror matches. I think it was like two or three in a row towards the end, where it was just mirror match, mirror match, mirror match, and you're never going to get an edge on Marine Lord when it's just down to pure micro and build. He's a maniac. Dude, he's a too maniac. Good. Dude, did you? Okay, I actually watched the second game. I believe it was um Kawasan and Marine Lord. Let me see. Let me. I gotta get a quick recap here. I think Marine Lord had. Oh my God! I just had it up, but uh, it was Mongols, I believe, versus Marine Lord's HRE, and like, and it was. It's actually some part of my extra sheet. A question I'm gonna pose my extra sheet, but uh, Marine Lord went with HRE, and he actually lost water like both ponds to 3DB, and like you even watch the casters; they're pretty much like writing the game off. And like then, it's like yeah and then dude this maniac went into imp before still without water went into imp before b and dude, b was had both sacred sites both ponds had him completely surrounded he managed to keep his economy alive enough to hit imperial before b and it pushed him completely off both waters and like completely the other side like i have never seen a comeback like i thought it was over and I think that literally took the win out of B cell. Like I think oh, he was like, dude, like I because he played it, B didn't play bad at all. He played actually great. But Marine Lord, like this dude's a cheat. I think the person that could probably beat him is Beastie. Even then, man. Even then, it's gonna, yeah. it, depending on the matchup, depending on the the spawn, it's I wouldn't hold the past either of them to win. I, I think oh, Beastie yeah, has not. beaten Marine Lord in a couple tournaments before. Oh, but yeah. It's, it's always it's always a split decision. It's never a sweep. I mean. I think is that I, good I think, for the pro scene of AOE four. I mean, like I feel like it's either one or the other. I mean, I know Lucifer won the last one, but like I mean, you got some other names. I mean, three DB has won. The, the problem B is except. I mean, these are all just absolutely exceptional players. They all oh, have their. I mean, I, I was I would say they all have different things they're better at, right? And B still even admit this. I think in some of his streams, like he'll like talk about some of the matchups. Like Marine Lord, when it comes to like actual micro. An actual just down to earth, like managing your civilization. He is, I think, the best at that when it comes, especially when it comes to like any kind of microing and managing like his units and playing the battles out. No one is mm-hmm. better than him. He just has the APM to do. It feels like everything. Now, 3DB is the kind of guy, though, who can get off meta. He can play I'm off sure. meta. He can play yeah. and he can do some really cool things that you, strategically. I think 3DB has an edge in that he can throw something at like a bit of a curveball strategically at you and you won't know how to react or might not be able to keep up with it. Whereas then mm-hmm. Beastie's kind of your all around. I think he's the Ben, the macro guy I think of where he is just, you know, decision-making is probably a 10 out of 10. This guy, he's really fast, really quick, good reaction time. And his game plan is usually really solid. And he can usually weather the weird changes that like B throws at him. 
But yeah, Marine oh, yeah, Horde. Like, yeah. They're amazing. It's insane, dude. It sounds like there are different species of gamers in me. Like, I'm like, dude. Yeah, how, like, I, you, I definitely wonder like, how long play? would I have to play and would I ever even come close to that level, even if I played as much as they played? Like, would I, oh, I, you, I think you, I could You have to abandon but... your family. You have to abandon your family. Like, it's, it's terrible. Like, you have to do, like, you have to literally go, like, it would have to become, like, your full-time job to, like, be even closer. I and mean, I don't think even still. Like, it's almost like, like, how we view pro athletes. It's like, yeah, we could maybe you I say you want to be like, I don't know, Kyrie Irving and like, you know, you you get in the gym every day and you shoot around and you do like you just you just you put in so much where you got mama mentality. And then you just still like you you think you're ready and you watch them do something, you're like, What? Like are these guys human? Like, like no way, I don't know how much brain activity. I'm telling them they're all on Adderall. <laughs> that is not confirmed, no, by the way. Someone messaged me about that, about talking about uh, you know, I, I might pull it up. I think someone I don't think I respond. I don't usually respond to personal messages in Reddit. I think someone sent me like a message talking about how like there are things that people take for like adrenaline use and to, like to keep them like more calm and to keep them from like getting stressed out. And they do it for like musicians do it a lot too. And apparently and apparently it's like there's a number of things and they wondered if that might apply but i mean again all speculative on whether or not any kind of oh yeah enhancing all any things are used but mm-hmm. that's me making a a blank like just a blind statement shouting into the air i mean it could be 100 it could be just well hydrated who knows but yeah. what i'm trying to just <laughs> it's just insane like dude, balanced breakfast <laughs> exactly a nice balanced breakfast they included everything they need they they tried to make what if they're just healthy like, what if they're just like something's not right dude nothing I'm, against, like, okay them. nothing against uh uh beastie but i don't look at that guy and go yeah that dude's super duper healthy just saying well, like, dude, like they're like, gamers he, he, he they're gets, gamers he eats, he eats well i watch oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well. yeah like maybe but maybe the kids he being hydrated like, like he goes out and runs 20 miles every day i think he's be a cyclist i think he's about ride bikes i think he's be a cyclist like, that, i like, can see that okay i can see that hey that, that yeah, riding think, a bike is a good way to get some good cardio in there that is really good for you Maybe we all need to hit the gym and we all need to get swole and then we'll just be absolute gamers. That, that's with, what a slight, with a slight pinch of Adderall and you're slight. sick. <laughs> my, you're drug of, my drug of choice is usually caffeine. Yeah, dude, there you go, man. At least you need, we need something. We need like, maybe like, I'm hearing about like, you know, I've been watching some uh, podcasts. They're really big on like, uh, and I'm not condoning this, but some type of like uh, these like mental like mushrooms. Like they're like something like really puts you like at ease. Not like not the full shrooms like high schoolers like eating out the the plastic bag. These are like medical graded like like literally like cognitive mushrooms. Okay, like and I don't call them shrooms. They call them something else. The shrooms aren't like the psychedelic drug. It's not a psychedelic. They're different types. But they they I'm hearing that those are like really calming and they keep your blood pressure low and keep everything anxiety low. They're doing something, dude. Because I I play I play a game against a platinum too, and I'm like this guy this guy's a king. This guy's a god. And they play platinum twos, dude, and they're literally like eating breakfast and talking to their loved ones while they're playing with one hand. I was like, "What?" And I'll be going full engaged. But yeah, that's all legend. They're not. They're, they're probably just hydrated. Excuse they're me. They're probably just hydrated and getting sleep. Probably and they probably. <laughs> they're probably. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if no, any of them have honestly, kids or anything. Going to the gym really helps. I need to get back I to went the gym out. because I know, like, every time I go work out, come home, like, cool down a little bit and then sit down to play my brain is mm. like completely clear I was my just mind thinking is the same clear thing. i'm not thinking yeah. about like 10 million different things i'm able to focus right on the game um 
Also, you're talking about like taking something to to make sure you're not uh, overthinking things and you're calm in the moment. I swear, between uh, the first and the second beer, if I sit down and have a couple of beers, <laughs> right in that go. zone, right before, right before it hits, it's just like <laughs> I agree. Like this thirty-minute window where it's like, okay, all right, I can, I'm feeling good. I can relate to that. I'm like not overthinking things. I'm kind of in the zone, and it's right before. I start to lose cognitive function. Yeah, that's yeah, when I sneak hey, in and go, hey, Bill, let's 1v1. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bill, you know, I realized, okay, listen, I'm not condoning you never drink and drive. You know, that's against law. But you ever had that point where, like, maybe you're at the bar, you might have had, like, one or two. So now you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, you, and you're getting a vehicle, and you're like, okay, now that I've had this, I got to make sure I do extra well at driving. Like, you are almost a better driver because now you're you're more paying attention more. To like driving you're super well. alert to like <laughs> maybe maybe that translates over to age empires. Maybe you're like, okay, I had a couple, maybe I need to like really lock in here. So I don't like maybe like you do the flipping, you almost reverse like like you know, reverse psychology in your mind thinking harder. Yeah, but not stressful. That sounds you like you're compensating at that point, Sir Neville. More of yeah, the, <laughs> getting that calming thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I exactly. Start to lose brain power. That's funny because uh, like not, Adderall not is like AOE, like I'm gonna get arrested. There's a fine limit. Adderall is a stimulant for a lot of people. And then alcohol would be like a, a depressant, technically, as far as like what the actual drugs do. So it's interesting how uh, I'm curious, like, because so, people who actually have ADD, uh, it acts, Adderall would act as a depressant, then it focuses them in. But for people who don't have it, it would be uh, a stimulant. Whereas oh. alcohol would be a, just always a depressant in general. So I, I'm more curious, you know, cause, so like that drug doesn't necessarily, I mean, for someone who doesn't have ADD or ADHD and taking that drug, it's going to stimulate them more than calm them down and focus them in. Listen, boys, the 14th, I'm getting ripped on streaming, playing oh, your DLC and see how I play. <laughs> <laughs> see how this happens. Just I'm every just week, it's a different drug. It's like, okay, maybe <laughs> this. Okay, maybe Today, this. Yeah. We're going to try this. I, I found this on eBay. I found it. Some yeah. guy around the corner gave it to me. Again, the, uh, the extra ship does not condone any performance enhancing yeah, of course drugs, not. Of course any not. kind of, of uh, negative health. We, we do condone hydration, though, that we do think that's hydration. A hydration is very good. Uh, in fact, I really need to. Actually, when we take a break, eventually I'm going to go get a glass of water. I actually don't have any water with me right now. Oh, yeah, we need that, too. You're right. I'm like, You're I'm right, starving Mom. right now. I'm so hungry. Anyways, um, <laughs> we're getting a little off topic here. Uh, but go. yeah, it was a crazy um, uh, Empires at War. Crazy. I think it was an exceptionally fun tournament to watch. And, you know, they yeah, had one of the yeah. one of the maps was uh, Warring Islands, of all things. I liked it. And honestly, that was one of the fastest, most high pace games that there was. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, it was it was surprisingly fun to watch. I really hope we get more like this. I know it's kind of off meta, but the pace of action is just so much quicker with that it's game good. mode. Um, and I though I gotta be honest, I think I prefer playing Dark Age, just just normal a normal game. But oh, uh, yeah, man, for uh, every now and then, I hope they do like one tournament like that a year because it is a fun mode. Yeah. I'd love to see like a Nomad as well kind of tournament. Like there'd be there'd be some mm. fun things you get to see. I'd like to see them do like one because they announced that they're going to do another series of three tournaments in the spring. So every season that they have, I think one of those tournaments should be some weird off meta thing because mm -hmm. they had. I can't remember what it was called during Golden League. They had where a lot it was, of uh, yeah, the extra villagers. Oh, and, 12 villagers. Yeah, all that stuff. I'd like for them to keep experimenting, like have a normal tournament mm -hmm. and have kind of a weird one. And then, you know, maybe another normal after that. Mm. 
I think that but is Golden League. Like I think Golden League is kind of like the weird one because they had like one round was no stone towers, no stone. It was like uh, twelve villagers, and like then it was like the last one was like off meta. Like you had to play like Delhi on like it, it ended up being just like a million. Like, yeah. it, it was it was, it, was it was weird, but it was good. It was good. I like that. I, I think Empires at War was fun because the game mode was different, but the Civ choice and the general like metas mm-hmm. weren't that crazy different. It just opened it opened the door to a different metas that felt like I feel like I used the word meta wrong here, but like. It opened the door to different metas that still felt very in line with what Civs wanted to do normally, but it just kind of mm-hmm. changed the timing of it. So some things were more viable than they used to be. It was just it was a really good change of pace. I'll try to see Golden Gate be the main uh, Ruse landmark mm. from Empire Wars because you really needed Kremlin like just because like the Golden Gate just proved to be better like in a feudal age than the, uh, than the Kremlin. So Golden Gate, I still believe is such a wonderful landmark. Yeah, and I just uh, it gets so disrespected, but I'm ha- I was happy to see that back in the uh, back in the meta for Empire Wars. All right, so we have some other news too. Uh, they announced kind of a summary of the patch of what's coming in here for the next season, and included in that, one of the things I know a lot of people were very excited about was uh, an addition of about ten new maps to the game. Uh, yes. Now, we're going to go through each of these maps and kind of give a description and talk about and give some of our initial takeaways, because this is something I think we can actually give some talk about. Like We haven't seen the maps entirely, but I think given the portraits of what we have, we can kind of take a look and get an idea of what's coming. So the first one we'll talk about is uh, I actually am kind of interested to see how this one plays out is African Waters. In fact, I should probably open up the page on mm. I've got the I think our outline. I've got the images, but I've also the, yeah. the write ups are in the actual website. So I'm going to take a look here at that. Where is that hiding? Actually, this is really interesting because it. I don't know where the starting TCs are going to be. Yeah. Uh, as I was going through this the first time, like I saw the sacred sites and I was like, oh, that's where TCs start. But that's not the case at all. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. They could be closer to the center on water. Or they, they could are. be like they back would in be. the corner. I mean, the, yeah. the African. So let's talk about like, yeah, for all these. Yeah, we don't know the TCs are placed. Some of them are obvious. Some of them aren't. Um, the first one here is African waters. Uh, to look at it, it looks like there's uh, kind of two bodies of water on the edge of the maps on east and west, uh, north and south. I see grouped up together as two uh, golden stone and then the sacred sites in the corners, northwest, southwest, east. Uh, and there's no idea where the where TCs go. There's kind of some trees scattered throughout. Uh, and it says experience immediate conflict from the start as players must battle to secure both space and resources. So I imagine oh, the TCs close. probably, probably start close. close. And I don't think there's a lot of room to maneuver. It sounds like you got to kind of hedge your own space area i i don't know this will be an interesting one and i don't know if there's any deep sea fish or not on this it looks like they're probably i guess there probably oh, would there be. better be i'll be so pretty, upset it's pretty big bodies of water on the sides they got the deep sea in there interesting like yeah, not a lot of wood like, like not a lot of wood is that there's trees scattered I, on this one so it doesn't say there's not wood i, yeah, imagine there's, probably I would say there's wood but i feel like there's not like a big patch of wood that you could like Seems like you gotta like kind of like woods kind of scattered, almost like I'm not seeing like a big patch. To of me, wood. it looks kind of like it's gonna be. I imagine if there's nothing, if it doesn't say otherwise, I assume there's as much wood as there would be on dry Arabia. So you got forest lines here, okay. there. That's kind of my my assumption. There's gonna be wood throughout, but not like an abundance or anything. You know, it's just you gotta go get it. Yeah. So interesting. So if the TCs do start sort of in the middle, um, very interesting because likely you'll have one safe pond to yourself but mm. the fact that you start so close to your opponent will like really make you question whether or not you want to open that dock early 
uh, yeah. where your opponent can easily mm. access you. If that's what I'm seeing. Well, if you if let's, let's imagine let's video. imagine the TC start uh, there's so there's like kind of cliffs these these watering holes have like two cliffs on the north and south so the only way to get to them is from the sides east and west so let's imagine the TC start towards the middle right like and there there there's one TC in the north and one in the south of this uh, imagine then you maybe you don't know which doc which one to go for because each one is yeah. equally as close so oh. then maybe you you both end up on the same one or maybe one goes on one then the other I imagine the water is gonna be very very contested on either side. I was imagining the TCs would be like one on the eastern side, but the like entire pond too. behind it, mm. one on the western side. That could be interesting. That's too. what I was well, seeing too. No idea. I wish. That's a good question. I wish we're going to see some previews of these maps. Yeah. Would prefer the TCs on the north and south or east and west? East and west for sure. I think I that think so. would be really interesting because the the water is basically safe, but you're yeah. not because you're so close to your you're opponent. So close to your opponent. That'd that be if interesting. Things go futile. It's going to be hard to. You're going to be so much slower. It's going to be hard to defend. That's crazy. You think about it, that the fact that based on where the TC spawn literally changed up the whole dynamic of the map. Yeah. Like if it's north and south, then like you were pretty much like, like the water is just like, like you're just, you're just doing your best. It's going to be a lot more fighting on the water. But if you're east and west, then you are, it's like the whole dynamic of the game switches. It reminds me of, uh, yeah, you have a backyard pond. It reminds me of Holy Island, kind of what I did, uh, what I always do on Holy Island whenever I play. I usually pick French and I always just rush over with knights. Because yeah, like that timing that. is so crucial when you're trying to go on water that if you go, if you play like a really fast French opener, you can get knights in their base by five minutes. They're not aging up to like six. Mm. You know, you can catch yeah. them before they're ready to go and you can just have knights That'd all over their base. I mean, I, I think feels right. Like, do you go for water if you're going against a French player on this one? Like that could be really, really risky. Right. But if you don't and the French player does and you're behind, I, I mean, I think that the back and forth play on this could be really, really fascinating. This will be an interesting map to see. I expect it to be in the ranked pool at some point. Gotta um, be at least. I, I feel, it feels yeah. like a good one v one map as well. I wonder how it'll scale up though. Yeah, with, with teams. Oh, that'd be cool. Like teams where you get the whole pond with your, oh, your teammates. Uh-huh. That this map does look nice. Like for teams that you guys both like, if you spawn east and west with teams, that'd be pretty cool. What what I'm saying though, do you have to go north and south to get that stone and gold? Like, is that really where it's? Uh, I, I imagine everyone has their spawn gold, right? I mean, around your, your starting mm-hmm. area, you always have one small uh, stone mm-hmm. vein and one small uh, gold vein. So imagine you'll have yeah. 4,000 of each at, you know, or actually, I don't think there's that much stone at the stone veins, is there? It's like yeah, I don't know. Like, like one th- I think it's like yeah. 1,000. Yeah, yeah stone's me, a lot seeing, less. me seeing this golden stone make me feel like you spawn north and south. So I feel like it's going to be. I, I, I don't know. Either way, like, there's kind of in the in the image we're looking at. There's gaps all the around there. There's yeah. like a gap right in each northwest, south, and east around the center of the map where it looks like you could have TCs based off just a little preview yeah. image. I'm excited to see where the TC spawns will be the biggest question. Yeah, uh, and we got more to go through. Uh, cliffside. This one intrigues me. Um, it's. Uh, the description says a pattern of cliffs and passes weaves across the map, exposing rich stone and gold deposits. What might be on the other side? This looks like just imagine uh, there's a there's, imagine like a dry Arabia, but then I uh, put a diagonal slash through that and you just got these like cliffs slashing through it and a couple of sacred sites. It's only got two. It's uh, one in the corner, one in the middle. Doesn't show like a third or fourth or anything like that. I wonder I if there'll be a third. I wonder if there'll be a third one in the corner. He said this is almost like a more organized, like more structured Lipany. Like that's, how Lipany, that's what BC described it as. Yeah, it looked yeah, like, like, like less berries, but more stone and gold based on the description. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I, I like I like the height elevations. I do like Lebanese for that. I like when you can see uh, some height or you can have some height differences. I always love when you put a tower up on a hill and you can get like a lot of vision from that. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Be interesting. Be interesting to see how that pans out. Some people want it to be like AOE 2 where like height gives you an advantage in combat. Uh, I, That'd be I different. I like understand that, but I'd be such no, a new mechanic. No, if it's not baked in from the start into uh-huh. the game, it shouldn't. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, go yeah, back so that's and a add huge, it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like a, that's like a huge thing in AOE 2 is that probably be like very hard to adapt to this late in the game. Yeah, I think increased vision makes sense, but that's about as far as I'd go. This next one's got me kind of. This one's pretty uh, this, this one reminds me of like an AoE 2 map. I don't think it is. Or it might be. Uh, the next one's forts. Emerging civilizations have dug up themselves dug up themselves into small defensive forts awaiting an imminent clash for supremacy. So it looks like your starting zones, I kid you not, have like a moat around them. You got like four little yeah. lakes that kind of create a moat in a square or circle around what I would assume be the starting spot. It looks like a dry Arabia, but with like you're in the corners. And then you've got two sacred sites in the opposite corners, and then you're in your little forts. So you got a little defensive spot. Seems, you know, you know what the mindset I guess was for this map. According, I, I listened to BC earlier talk about them. So like, I mean, I'm not trying to act like I'm like, you know, I'm that uh, like I'm. Oh yeah, this is what I think it is. I, I'm gonna cheat here. He said that this the reason why they developed the map like this so you could not you had to expand down to the map because I guess its waters have no fish in them. Like they're literally just so you can't, so you have to expand onto the map. But it's pretty much that little moat, that little centerpiece uh, in the center of the water is can literally just fit your TC. Hmm. Like, huh. yeah, so apparently you can't, like, you can't like just, that. you have to expand out onto mm-hmm. the map rather than, like, you know, stay safe in your, because, like, all this water, you can't build any landmark or anything, you know, it's not enough room. So you have to go out on the map, and both guys have to go. So it'll be way more fighting inland. It was like a natural barrier. Or fort around your home TC, but most of the, all your landmarks and all the fighting and you know, production buildings are going to be outside. So that's pretty interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Like Hill and Dale get to a better spot over the over the years. I mean, this yeah. isn't going to be exactly like Hill and Dale if it's just the only thing you can really wall off is the like capital TC. Um, yeah. yeah, you're going to run out of resources right. before it's even useful. Yeah, no, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm excited cool. to see I'm excited that. For this, man. The next one we have is uh, this is a, reminds me a lot of mountain clearing, but it's uh, yeah. imagine, imagine mountain clearing, but instead it's called Glade. Uh, there's a couple differences, though, I want to note. While the indiv- initial wall of forest provides a sense of security, you must soon venture out of your hideout to battle for resources. It's almost like an inverse hideout. Mm. So you've got like yeah. wood yeah. all around and you're both you're in like a little cubby hole on the sides, but there's wood in mm-hmm. a giant circle. And you're kind of defended in your little cubby, but you got to go out to get resources very soon. But instead of uh, hideout being all the wood in the middle, the woods on the outside, and there's a big open center with the sacred site in the middle. So kind of like a mix between an inverse hideout meets uh, like a what's the what, what is it called again? A uh, uh, mountain clearing, but with just wood. This, see now this map looks pretty good for like team games. Yeah, I can't see. Yeah, I can't see this map being that competitive one v one. I mean, maybe I'm excited like, to see. Like, oh, I, I do enjoy a mountain clearing every now and then. The I also cooking. I, I want uh, legendary player Conky to come back because this map Oof. is made for him. Oh, dude, like, this is dude. His uh, his strat of going improved. Uh, what is it? Wood cutting with uh, the Mongols to. 
Bella oh, Creed just, just, one just shop. Dig, him, dig himself in. Dig inside, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, that that's interesting. That's that man right there, man. He's be more recognized on a broad level. Those strategies are insane. Mm. First person seen doing something like that. But so like what I'm seeing here with the trees though on Glade, is it like the trees are creating a choke point for the spawn? Like it really looks like it looks, looks like, like they yeah, come out like, and like block block yeah, off most if, of it. If you spawn east and west, and that's pretty much the trees are pretty much a choke point for your TC. So like you're gonna have to travel from center and probably get Just lit. Drop up. a barbican at the opponent's choke. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that would be don't even get that started. Dude, that would be so infuriating. And then, I feel like this won't make rank map pull though. I feel like this would be quick match or something. Yeah, it's yeah, probably too yeah, good it's, to keep it's, rank. It's got a quick match vibe to it. Although yeah, I said the same thing about hideout, but that somehow sometimes finds its way. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun day one of the DLC because they probably play a lot of these maps because uh day one there's no rank gameplay, it's just all quick match. Rank I don't think rank comes out to uh fifteenth. So really it's yeah, like right. this this when you try everything out. Hmm. Like that's why that's why the first day of DLC is so fun because you're not even worried about losing. You're just you're like just, going just learning everything, trying to yeah. Really with the new sims in particular. Oh, dude, it's not enough time. You need so much time. These uh, we, we'll get to there. We'll get to that. That's next oof. on our list. Uh, I'm ex- I really like this. Is the, I think one of my favorite ones I've seen. Uh, golden pit. So the mm. central pit contains numerous large gold deposits. Conquering the gold deposits will be crucial for victory. Basically, it looks like a dry Arabia. I don't even see any secret sites on this mini map at all. Of what they have here, I'm assuming there's got to be one somewhere. But uh, it's like an inverse king of the hill, almost like oh, kind of, yeah, kind of a king of the hill. Uh, I don't see a secret site in the middle, but there's just a bunch of gold down there. Uh, I think it, it, I think it's fine. That sounds like a fun time to me. Yeah, there's no is, woods on the is, outside, just kind of scattered wood around. So just imagine a giant golden pit. I mean, what a fun idea. I mean, that that could be layout so interesting. I think. Would you this like was, this in ranked? Yeah, I for think sure. This ranked. was okay. certainly a uh, AOE two map um, okay. that I was kind of surprised they didn't bring over uh, when they launched AOE four. I was kind of waiting for this one, um, oh, okay, and man. I'm not surprised to see it now. Uh, it was a yeah. fun map to play. AOE 2, and I don't think there's any complications between games that are just going to make it less fun to play in AOE 4. It looks like there's going to be more impassable cliffs Yeah, uh, based on what I'm seeing here, because uh, in AOE 2, it was just a drop right down into the middle. Um, also, I know in 2, in the middle of the pit, there were like a million wolves as well. And they did a lot more damage than the wolves do in AOE 4. Dude, I'm curious dude, if they're going to so mad if they do that. They put a bunch of wolves yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be oh, insane be for so... Roost if they do that. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. This might be a Roost map. I'm trying to think. Now, like, oh, yeah, we we didn't cover. I wonder what, like, what saves are going to be like dominant on these maps. Oh, that'd be so interesting. Like, I, I, Roos, if there was a lot of wolves, I, I feel mean, like Roos would be pretty good on it. Like, but uh, we'll see. Glaive's hunting cabins. You think, you think Malians is just, like, just pit all these boys up? Oh, I think it's going to be hard. That'd be hard to do. That'd be hard yeah. to control. Say it's so far in the middle really of the open. It's so, I mean, this is this does look a lot like an, sort of like an inverse of uh, King of the Hill. It would be. Yeah. I, I, it looks like, I think you're right, Beal. It looks like there will be like those impassable cliffs. So we'll probably a couple ways in. Kind of like King of the Hill, there's only a couple ways up into the hill. I imagine it'd be something similar to that. It's probably a good free for all map too. Yeah, a lot of these maps oh, would yeah. be. Uh, this next one yeah. in particular, I don't know what to make of this one, guys. This one sounds absolutely like ridiculous. I, this is the one I think I'm the most excited for. So really? there is an AOE two, a map that is similar to this that does see competitive play, where it oh. is 
just a ring of forest around where you spawn in the center with your opponent and resources on the outside. So there is like a a play to like get outside of the ring as well as defend yourself on the inside. I I'm really excited for this. It's map. intriguing. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Bill kind of described it. there's a sacred site in the middle. Uh, like there's two openings. There's a giant ring around that of trees and it looks like there's two entrances, one the north or south. Uh, it says expand outwards away from the chaotic center where both allies and foes are settled in pros close close proximity. Wow, I can't speak today. Uh, yeah, that sounds. Imagine this on a team game, dude. I mean, this this is the kind Ooh. of thing. It just seems like a madhouse. This this map is going to be. Yeah, this map is nice. Really though. interesting. So we're spawning on the outside of the trees. Inside, no, you're inside. spawning inside the Thunderdome. Oh, okay, okay. So okay, so I was thinking. Okay, that's good here because I was thinking like, remember Oasis? Oh I was yeah, about to say yeah. like a reverse Oasis. Yeah, yeah. like always. Yeah, because like there's no water in there too. There's no, there's no water because like I thought I thought they had that little gap in between the trees to make it to where you didn't have to even cut through. You just immediately got in the center. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. And it's a lot of free-for-all madness on that one, I think. I'm excited for it. A lot of these maps are free-for-all, like you said. Um, Next one's interesting. Uh, This one, Hidden Valley. It reminds me of the pit. Horizontal pit. It looks like a horizontal horizontal pit. pit. Uh, Sacred Valley cuts its way between two large mountains hidden far behind the tree lines are secrets and treasures for those who dare to search for them. Uh, yeah, it looks a lot like the pit, but like horizontal. Like it more pass too. Yeah, French, French pass. pass. Yeah, yeah a mix, French pass. A mix pit. of the French pass yeah. and pit. I can see that working though. I can see it working. I mean, I haven't seen any map generations, but those are two of my least favorite maps. I yeah. don't. Yeah. I actually don't mind the pit. The pit, especially on team games, I don't Oof. mind at all. I do think it's a fun. Oh, map. I hate on team games. Oh, dude, it's just trade central, dude. It's just oh, biggest, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's just nothing but trade. It's like at least on, at my level when I play. I'm just like, actually, I did. I uh, in those games I was doing, I mentioned with uh, my my brother in law, brothers in law. Um, I, we did the, at first. I I stomped uh with me and uh Tomokin, the new our new player. I was I was stomping even still two v one basically I was still stomping against uh, Jeremy and Aaron, and so they're like okay well I'll, I'll do a random civ this time and I randomed into Malians on the Oof. pit and so I just went full trade boom full trade and cow boom yeah. and eventually won an imperial it was quite, it was quite fun yeah actually Malians probably really good in the pit. Malians, I, I, were it was kind of a fun t- experience Malians I've never really won with Malians before so it was kind of a fun experience made me kind of go you know I can oh, yeah. maybe see why people do this I can I can kind of get it. I don't know if I could actually yeah. sell my soul to the devil and become a Malian's main, but I can kind of understand why some people might be enticed to be a, a sellout. Hmm. Yeah. And again, maybe I am yeah. a sellout. Maybe I should sell out. Time, no, no, it's time to do it, bro. It's time to do it. Only man. for money. Only for money. Um, Trade it in. I don't have much else to say about this map other than what we've already said about it. But the next one actually is one of the ones I'm really hyped about. Uh, Hime, this Himi? Himiyama. Himiyama. Yeah. This one, I feel like I recognize this from AOE yeah. 2. I don't think there was there. There's like one where you start. I'm I'm pretty sure there's a map in AOE 2 where you are on a hill. You start on a hill with very few resources and you have to kind of go into the valleys to get everything else. And it's kind of just an uncovered hill, not like a hill and dale. It's like just an actual just rolling hill. Uh, Oh, there was. uh, What is it? It Begins with a Uh, it was new. I know what you're talking about. Um, Begins with. Well, this one is called uh, Himeyama, exactly, which when I, I read it, exactly what my- which when I read the name, it just reminds me of the basketball player, uh, Wembenyama. So, oh, yeah, there we go, dude. Um, oh, yeah, he's, he's been killer, actually. If anyone who doesn't follow NBA, yeah. he has been uh, quite Where something lately. 
Anyways, that guy, dude. Okay, <laughs> back on subject. Uh, the Wembenyama map uh, has got started atop a hill with Wembenyama. Hey, that's got to be the new name for it. That's the new Acropolis. <laughs> Acropolis. That's the name of the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just buying time for you to be able to get that. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Himayama, uh, start atop a hill with scarce resources and venture into the valley to uncover valuable deposits. Be cautious of your enemies seek the same treasures. Looks like you start on kind of a bald hill and you got to kind of murk your way into the valley. Uh, there's secret sites in the corners. You're on the you start in the other opposite corners and there's a pond in the middle. Doesn't look too big, but it is there. So I wonder if we'll have like kind of a cauldron kind of vibe where there's like a shoreline fish or if there's actual deep sea fish. I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, the first time I looked at this, I thought, oh yeah, Hill and Dale plus Cauldron. That is that's kind of yeah, like yeah. initial reaction, which is great. That's how you do I, it. I like Hill and Dale now. I think it's gotten to a like much also. better place than it used to be. Um, and you know, if they tweak it a little bit more, maybe even have the resources be a little more scarce on top of the hill, uh, and then also have that battle for the middle pond. Having more food I, in the middle now. That's actually not just berries. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it mm-hmm. a lot. I think it's a winner of a map. I, I think I'm this not. is one of the best maps they've added in. I think it's one. I mean, from just the from what little I know about them, this is one of the ones I'm most hyped about. I think this whole time you guys have been getting on analytical. I've been thinking of a nickname for this map, and I think it's him, your mama. I think I'm gonna go for that one. <laughs> <laughs> him, your mama. When I first oh, see this in the rank form, it's called him, your mama. I don't know that. Did, I, I think like, I have so many nicknames for the maps. I just got thinking that this map. This map does look nice, though. Let's. Take a, a side note here. What are your nicknames for the the maps in the pool right now? Well, no, you put on the spot. Let me check because I let me, let me go back and uh, check. Not just the ones board. in the pool, but like released AOE four maps. Let me hit, see. Hit let me with some of your nicknames. Let me see. Let me see. Let me let me let me go back in. Okay, let me, keep talking. Let me let me pull them up. I'm excited I, to hear my these. Brain I, is like, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, listen. I say so many things incorrectly on purpose. <laughs> I mean, I got let me play AOE four. Look at this map pool because I know for a fact it's why it, it slides off. And a lot of them, a lot of them aren't very. Uh, I'm, a, I'm trying to relax because a lot of them aren't like you know we we have a very friendly podcast. You know, I'm trying to like <laughs> make sure I filter the right ones out. Not, a lot not of them are kids. little. A lot not of them so aren't the most. Oh yeah, gosh. yeah. We'll, we'll get there. I'm, I'm, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm a site for the filter out. Exactly. I got to filter them out. Because, uh, you know, sometimes I get a little, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get a couple little big boy sippers and you start saying some things that you don't mean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, listen, so yeah, him, your mama's going to get added to the list. That's for sure going, but I got more. I got more. Of course, I, I uh, well, well, see, the one I say it all the time, you know, we all know Boulder Base. That was whack. Like that, that one, that one got used up too quick. They call it a, like Boner Bay. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, that was a classic though. That was like, that was, I think, did anybody ever call it Boulder Bay? I still call it a Boulder Bay. I, I'm pretty tame. You I, I call it a Boulder Bay? Oh, wow. Nah, you're, no. you're, I, I like it. That's, that's, that's a fun nickname, though. I haven't heard that one. I just haven't heard it. I you're, like you're it. That's funny. Boulder Bay? Never. I'll, I'll start doing that now. It's pretty funny. <laughs> get a little oh, shrinkage when, uh, when the patch drops. Oh, God. It used to be. Got a little cold out. Got a little cold out. I was swimming. I was swimming. Oh, that day. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, boys. Listen, yeah, some of these actually, I realize a lot of these aren't appropriate. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys off stream because I'm not, we're, 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 we'll keep it tamed. Well, I'll have in the Patreon. We'll have in the Patreon. Put that in the Patreon. All the degenerates there who actually give us money can hear all the I'm on best behavior when extra sheep comes. I'm on best behavior always. I'm sure our 
our dads in the car listening to this as they drop their kids off to school appreciate that, Sir Nevels. I'm sure they really oh, yeah, do. I would never, I would never, I would never just tamper. <laughs> I would never tamper uh, the uh, reputation. Yeah, we, if we ever want to be official, you know, we got to keep things, you know, uh, exactly. Good, you, you know, know we got to prevent. We need sponsors. We need sponsors. The only sponsors who are who are good boys. Yeah, right? Exactly. So, so. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I try to keep tamed every day. All right. Next in the list, we got two more to go. Uh, this next one, uh, this one does not feel like a one I'm going to like very much. I'll be honest with you. It's called Thickets. Uh, vanquish the enemy by taking control of the Holy Lake. Or, okay, what is that? Wait, what? The Holy Lake or send your armies around to extensive forests and cliff sides to surprise them. I'll be honest. This, name, this map name is hilarious. How would you guys describe this one? I, I, I didn't realize. At first, I thought this looked like a Baltic. But now that I'm looking at it, now I'm kind of like, wait a minute, what's with it's this? Like a, There's something it's a about cold this. I, Baltic. I thought it was a Baltic, but the, the secret site in the middle of this big lake confuses me. It's gotta be shallow water. It's gotta be shallow water. Is it shallow, water. Yeah, shallow probably, water then? Yeah, it's gotta be shallow. Pragmatic oh, yeah. contain that because yeah, while the sacred be okay, it's like it's an island or something. Yeah, so it's probably like. Remember, uh, what was that one map that you could, Marsh- like fish marshlands? Yeah, marshlands. Yep. Marshlands. like marshland yeah. type water. What if it's marshlands, but it has deep water fish somehow how would that work how i don't know water you can't but or, you, the fishing ships can go on both or is it just deep water and there's just a tiny little pinprick with the sacred site in the middle that would be crazy if that she like 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 transport a monk on this little tiny island like right in the center no so, it, it's gotta be shallow it's gotta be i hope it's a combination of both and like that'd be sweet. Ships can go on like both sorts of water, but land units can only go on the shallows. So you can see more like land unit versus ship combat as well. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Well, Marshland, like, you you can still make ships on Marshland, can you? Just like right on the edge, and you can like, you can travel far. But they like you can. Um, and they can get the shoreline fish, but if there's like deep water fish, Ooh. and now you've got like. Instead of investing in the dock to kill your opponent's fishing eco, you send over some royal knights to do the same. Boys, I actually over I actually heard they kind of like they changed the way water. I don't know if it's just cosmetically, but I said I watched that BC video earlier. I heard they have done something to the water that make it either I don't know if it just makes it look nicer or if they actually made some tweaks to water. But I wouldn't you see the screenshot, screenshots coming up. That water looks a little bit different. It looks pretty nice. Mm, so I like, uh, we haven't yeah, described what this looks like, actually. So there's a lake in the oh, middle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's two cliffs north and south, like cliffs north and south with thickets of trees on above them as well thickets. and below. And there's kind of open space left and right. Uh, and then the sacred sites, one in the middle, which we have no idea how that works. And then one's in the corners. One or two in the corner. So... Mm. I wonder where you spawn again on this map. That's the biggest question. Yeah. Right? You spawning east and west, or probably east and west on this map. It's probably it's probably, it looks like a, like a little mini Baltic, a little mini Baltic, but there's not a fish. If it was north and south, and then you couldn't immediately dock and had to go around because of the cliffs, mm. that would be really interesting. Again, mm. yeah, that big wood line too, right next to it. Mm-hmm. That would be this map. Actually, I don't think this map. You think this map getting any rank play? Actually, I don't expect it to be. I, 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 I need to see it because the, the picture yeah. is very odd and it's just hard to understand what that's going to translate to as like a seeded map, you know? Yeah. Correct. All right. This last one. Uh, this one actually, I, I 
This is definitely this not going to be in the ranked 1v1 no, map pool at all. Uh, this one, I think, also might be some of the most fun for like a free for all as well. This might be some of the most interesting, yes. most turtly turtle. And literally, it's in the name Turtle Ridge, uh, nestled between <laughs> protective mountains and blessed with bountiful resources. Civilizations have both t- have time to both construct impressive fortifications and prepare massive armies to overcome those of their foes. Let the battles begin. Basically, everyone's got like a little mountain like like a, a little how do you just, everyone's got like a little pocket like in the in a mountain chain there's a bunch mm-hmm. of bunch of mountains all across the map and everyone's got their own little like pizza slice where they're protected yeah uh it's so good luck if you wall up with china with a great gatehouse in the front of that good luck ever getting in this is gonna be a wonder free-for-all fest uh and i'm actually yeah actually i'm almost kind of here for it imp and dropping a berkshire in the middle i mean kind of right this be is gonna be one be of those guy. one of those games where like <laughs> where everyone's trying to get a wonder up first right that's gonna it's gets what it's gonna be it's who can boom the fastest get to a wonder the fastest and then i wonder how many resources are in the center it doesn't sound like as many it sounds like everyone's got plenty of resources inside there it's it says there's bountiful resources i think it's a wonder i think it's a wonder boom map where it's who can just build and town like build up as fast as i can or you build up a military and tear it down i mean i to me like with that being the play style i find it very interesting uh, or but it's never going to be a competitive your neighbor's door. Got to knock your neighbor's door. Yeah, if you can get in real quick. But again, for a defensive civ, this will be a defensive civ's dream. Yeah. So the Chinas, the yeah. Englishes, the HREs, the... Actually, I don't know how yeah. well HRE would be with this. Actually, we'll... Uh, well yeah, depending on the relics, they, they right, maybe. It'd be pretty good. I don't, I, the relics, getting the relics would be the tricky thing with HRE on this map, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, this would be really interesting. On a giant, China, like, China, eight, eight player free-for-all, can you imagine? Yeah, China English are going to be pretty dominant on this map, I feel. So I'm really... wondering, it looks like there's only one way through, like, towards the center. But I got to imagine there's going to be, like, a left and a right opening. It kind of almost or... looks like that in it, part. It's hard to gotta tell. Be. There's got to be. It's wild if there's yeah. only one I single mean, choke point. Even Mountain Pass, for all of its flaws, does usually have a secondary small opening. In the mm. mountains, right? You've got the main one, and there's always a small, like, mountainous route, which I always love that about that map. I, I like kind of surprising my my foes going through that way. Dude, this map should just call it diplomacy. Like, it's not even war. Oh. Like, it's just like, <laughs> just next to your neighbor, like, hey, man, like, you might as well start trading. This map, this map be like a Sim City simulator. Like, again, it's a wonder boom much. map. Who can boom the family? Yeah. And that's kind of fun because the fun thing with free, a lot of free for alls turn into if someone builds a wonder, but in this one, everyone's got. An equal spawn to do that so who can macro the best to get there and or Real maybe question, you can who take can be, who's gonna be the first guy to build one that's the boldest decision because yeah. you don't have like everyone's gonna be knocking at your door at that time exactly you're it's gonna like, be crowds about i mean this will be this is the kind of game insane. that's meant to be a longer game and that's kind of the implication going in which as long as you're all you you know that going in like i think it'd be kind of fun to play i mean imagine we did an extra sheep boom where it's just like wonder boom <laughs> with like the sheep and it just I mean, all of us guys playing, and we just all see who gets there first, but then we're all tearing each other crabs in a pot for an hour or two. Like, it could be a fun way to play if you're you're down for that. Definitely not going to see like, it in the 1v1 ranked pool. Or I will have what, some issues. What if, what if it turned out to be a little more aggressive than we thought? Remember how we thought Mountain Clearing would be a super quick map? Like, everyone would be just in, like, in and out really quick, but it actually turned out to, like, a lot of long games came out of Mountain Clearing. Really? You was like, we thought, oh, dude, Mountain Clearing. I like, thought you do free-for-all. There were, yeah, there oh, were, oh, yeah, there oh, were free for Gotcha, so gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like uh, we expected to be like just because they're so close proximity that it'd be just like fighting nonstop. But people found a way to like actually survive longer than expected on that map. Huh. But this this map looks like a Mongol heaven. Like Mongols are great on this map. You know who needs walls? You're fine. Who needs walls? You've got mountains. <laughs> <laughs> you got mountains. You're good. Huh. 
those are the uh, the new maps coming in, though. All 10 of those uh, pictures can be found on agentempires.com if you want to take a look at them. They're all there. Uh, we tried giving you guys a good enough description to, to envision them, but sometimes it really helps to just see the image uh, and travel along with us as we went through those. Um, moving on, uh, I do want to talk about uh, just very briefly. I'm really excited about this. Is, I mean, this has nothing very little to do with the actual gameplay. I am pretty excited for the new biomes coming in. The Japanese so spring and biome. the savannah. I, I, although I saw a Reddit post, I didn't actually put it in our list of posts, but I saw one saying for the savannah, they should have changed the deer skins or they hope they change the deer skins to being uh, antelope on that map. Mm. Mm. You got, you water? You got seeing this water, how it looks a little different. I heard it's even more like you get savannah, the little pond, uh-huh. how it looks like more. I guess they might have done like a graphic overhaul of the water. Oh, depending on uh, your rig handle it <laughs> yeah hopefully we'll see depending on like you know your specs how it's going to turn out looking but i'm listen i hope savannah gets um the sahara out of here dude like I, i'm down for the uh savannah okay not really can talk savannah but sahara the sahara the blinding white uh like almost like blinding light beach desert uh biome like i hope that gets canned that's like the worst biome in the game I hope Savannah takes over. And Japanese Spring looks amazing. This Japanese Spring looks really nice. This Everybody's going to be playing on that. Yeah, this might games. be the best biome in yeah. the game. I hope they leave this, the Halloween this, this one, one too. I, I really have liked that one. I like I, The biomes, yeah. uh, one of the nicest ways to make maps, because my thing is I don't like playing on the same map every time where it feels like I'm playing mm-hmm. the same game every single time. The biomes, I, I got to admit, have kind of an effect on that. I, I genuinely I I really feel like they adjust the feel well, of the game. Especially the Halloween one, I really have loved that. Um, the mm-hmm. Japanese Spring just looks gorgeous. That they, this is going to be a biome in the rank map pool. This is going to be one to stay. Oh yeah, they Japanese, all, I'm sure they both will be. Japanese, I'm so sorry. I hate to cut go off topic, but did we talk about Japanese yet? Did, did that release? Yeah, we, we, did, we, did, we did. We did. We we talked about we, it. We yeah. didn't talk about the new stuff about Japanese. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we got, got, we got about the actual. Okay, because I'm wondering, like, did we like did it come out during like the our period of like not recording? I think the, so. And that's kind of what we're going through this whole the thing. Okay, they got, okay, they got okay, okay cool. They, they did announce, they announce it. We, we went into the Civ announcement like they did the other ones, but... I don't believe we did. I, I don't think we did last time. Did we not? No, I, I believe that... Oh, we haven't, it? have we? I, I, yeah, I'm actually thinking I went Japanese. over them on my own. You're right. We have the Japanese to talk about still. I was just going over them. I went through them on my mm-hmm. own time and thought that that was it, but I guess that's... We haven't yeah, got we a Japanese have, yet. Boys, this, this, is a, this is a holiday. We what have, have I done? This, Man, I, this I, I am all out of sorts. No, actually, no, it threw me off, too, because I'm thinking, like, did we talk? I thought we talked you about know, it with them. We talked about Jushi's yeah, uh, legacy. Was, That's yes, why. Yes, it was, yep, it was uh, Jushi's legacy. Yep. Well, let me uh, find yeah, that, the that Japanese. Let's me. read more about Let's Let's do that, oh, yeah, let's we do that right now. That's a great segue. Oh, yeah. Wow, I can't believe I didn't talk about Japanese yet, guys. I, I, I totally went over it when I came out on my own time and looked at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not as of yet. Okay, so Japanese. The Japanese are a new civilization available with a Sultan's Ascent expansion for Age Empires 4. Woo! Okay. Uh, the Japanese mm-hmm. civilization introduces the new Daimyo system, allowing you to upgrade the town center to a Daimyo manor and eventually a, shog- a shogunate castle. So this is I actually know a lot about this, guys. I've actually lived in Okinawa and I actually do know a bit about Japanese. That's uh, pretty cool. I've one of my favorite board games is called uh, uh, Samurai Swords, used to be called Shogun. And it's about mm-hmm. this time period. So I always knew about uh, I, a lot of these names. I actually pieces and things I play in my board this game. Pretty sweet. I know a lot about this. So the daimyos were uh, just for some backup. Uh, feudal Japan, there was no empire Japan. They were all a bunch of little states, essentially. 
and the daimyos were military yeah, kind of yeah uh, the daimyos okay. were like the big men right the daimyos were the generals who uh fielded a samurai armies and they were all vying for power in feudal japan trying to unite them all right and so there's a lot of mm-hmm. infighting a lot of different daimyos the daimyos think of daimyo as general that's kind of the best mm-hmm. like overlook like way to kind of or, or maybe warlord but they were the daimyos um and they were each one was trying to become the shogun of japan the shogun being like the chief daimyo the guy who takes takes over so they're trying to become the next mm-hmm. shogun um and so that that's a reference they had spears they had some gunpowder units they had uh uh gunpowder actually gunpowder was just emerging they wouldn't have had much gunpowder they it was just starting to emerge uh, they did have some gunpowder, especially in the later uh st- later parts of the feudal japan um but they did have a lot of spearmen a lot of samurai bowmen in particular were very very good at that time um, and everyone knows samurai and, and everyone likes it. Everyone that focuses on the ninjas, but they didn't play as big of a part as people think. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so eventually uh, you can upgrade again, allows you to upgrade your town center to a daimyo manor and eventually a shogunate castle that comes with mm-hmm. powerful defenses while also bolstering food production from nearby farms. Advancing the daimyo level also unlocks access to samurai bannermen, special Ooh. units that provide significant combat bonuses to units around them. Uh, embrace espionage by fielding the unique shinobi capable of blending in with enemy villagers and sabotaging production from enemy lines behind enemy lines uh, in age empires Four, the japanese civilization spans the 8th century common era to the early 17th century common era collapse of imperial power has separated the japanese into small kingdoms ruled by warlords to ultimately be reunified by a bloody civil war during this period the daimyo employed the samurai to defend their territories by paying them with goods such as land and food guys mm-hmm. This sieve, I think, is what I'm most hyped about. Because I don't think Got I'm gonna be. I don't think I. I don't think I'm gonna get my PhD and be able to play Byzantines as well as Beastie keeps alluding that it's gonna have to take. He makes it sound yeah. like it's gonna be just beyond all of us plebs. It's obvious. Um, that's the, that's the I, I take slight offense to that. I think I. I think people could pick them up and use them. I, I, I'm sure it can't yeah. be that bad. I, I'm betting this. It's gonna be a, a high ceiling kind of situation though. But this this sieve, the way it plays, just sounds like right up my alley for what I want to do. Uh, playing the Japanese, the Japanese civilization in age one uh, begin with with uh, multi-purpose buildings that offer unique options for early strategy and excellent are excellent at producing fishing ships quickly. Uh, they focus on localized economy supported by a daimyo from town centers. Uh, once upgraded into a daimyo manor, villagers working farms in the surrounding area will receive a large bonus and samurai bannermen become available to produce. A vast mm-hmm. roster of infantry primarily focused on the samurai defend the territory and lead the battle with samurai bannermen. Uh, who support who are support infantry and cavalry with uh, attack bonuses and the samurai offer excellent frontline support with their deflective armor and ability which periodically blocks attacks Whoa. so at a glance the units, i know there's there's so much to talk about here uh i'm just gonna keep blasting through and then we'll just get the reactions uh, unless someone has something really they want to talk about but uh <laughs> the shinobi uh coca township land uh landmark uh light infantry unit that disguises itself as an enemy villager sabotaging enemy structures and using clever smoke bombs to reappear in new locations so let's stop there and That's talk about so that fun. that is so <laughs> that is cool crazy. i mean i never thought i'd expect crazy. like among us to come in here and uh pop into aoe <laughs> but i am all for it dude all for it that's crazy the smoke the smoke cloud is like the fun that'd be so funny to watch I mean, if you're casting a game you just see somebody just creeping to somebody's like economic building to nerf it get caught smoke bomb out like that's nuts imagine Man, like you see the smoke me. bomb go go ahead go ahead Bill. go ahead 
just I remember when Team Fortress 2 came out and the spy class was my favorite <laughs> on release. And this is right about just that. like just run in, sap their buildings and go invisible and get out of there. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm so excited about this this unit. Yeah, I, wonder, I, uh, I imagine like having like you see a smoke bomb, poof, and you're like, oh, crap, I got Shinobi in my base. But then you just see your villagers and they're all just working. And you're just like, well, which one of you is a uh, which one of you is it? Huh? Which one of you? <laughs> is there any way to tell? Like, how do you figure it out? Like, or my, my, my big question, one thought I was wondering is, OK, if they have fake villagers, do they, they they must pretend to be a villager? Do they actually gather resources for you or do you have to like look and see if one of them drops it off? If there's nothing nah, that they're pops fake, up. They're faking tasks. They're faking right? tasks. They're faking they're tasks. They're faking, they're faking uh, tasks. They, they already <laughs> vent. We already know they can vent. So uh, exactly. they fake tasks. Yeah, I know they're venting. There. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. Imagine looking at this you know, cloud of smoke like, hey, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Hey, what's going on here? Like, that'd be kind of cool, right? If you had to like, you knew they were there, but you had to have the APM to like look and see which one drops off and doesn't get a little plus five plus ten food or whatever i feel like if you highlight it it's gonna give you like a little sword like it's gonna say like you're gonna be actually like it's why you go and hover your villagers you're gonna be able to attack one of them you gotta like find one but if you're like just playing you don't notice dude yeah if you don't notice yeah i wonder how's it look when they're like nerfing your like production then they just like they're like sleeper agents that suddenly go out of nowhere and then just like Started killing your bills instead. Like, I just the like double are the production awesome. of one of your that that that's gonna be a lot of uh a lot of griefing gameplay. It's gonna be silly. It's gonna be so much fun. And this isn't even the best part. This is like just that. one thing of many, yeah, right? This one is thing, yeah. One fun mechanic of a million that I'm so excited about. But that one, I just man, the, the Among Us memes are just gonna fly forever. I, I'm so excited yeah, for so it. Silly. <laughs> um the Onamusha. Uh, this unique mm. horse archer specializes in taking down heavily armored units with its high damage mobility and longer weapon range. Replaces the crossbowmen from other civilizations. This sounds strong. This sounds yeah, nuts. A wild. Picture like it a mega dive, but it's an anti men arms. Yeah, a mounted yeah, crossbow. That's pretty strong. Like this is something I learned about like Japanese history. Like they were also like very well at uh like very good at. Bowman, they're like really oh, yeah. good. At like their archers archers. were crazy. Like, archery is insane. Like, they with like, like English longbows as far as like skill and effectiveness yeah. on the battlefield. Yeah, like a lot, like a lot of samurai are archers. Uh huh. Like yep. horse archers too. Like they are insane. I remember playing. Um. Oh my goodness, uh, it's a Japanese. It's like a dang it. Oh my goodness, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, it's a, a classic. Uh, game about uh you playing as a Japanese samurai holding off the island of Tsushima from the Mongols. Which is also really cool about uh, Japanese history. They held the models off pretty mm. heavy. But uh, yeah, dude, and they, like they really like go dive into like uh, they they had a longbow. They had a longbow themselves. Like, they had a type of longbow that was like really it. Like they really go down the history of like how archery was really studied and focused on on uh, island of Tsushima. So like that's something that I think people uh, don't really take mm-hmm. consideration how well trained their archers were. This sounds like a HRE killer to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I love the idea or, or a night killer. even. If, I don't know how fast they are, but like this is just, this unit. I imagine it's got to be so expensive, right? And probably doesn't have a lot of armor itself. Mm-hmm. So I'm betting long, I'm betting like I would bet like Mangadai, they get countered by uh, longbows or archers mm-hmm. in general. I imagine mm-hmm. like that would be the trade off. Uh, yeah, it is has to be. I bet Spears probably do pretty good into them, too, if you can, if you can catch them. Uh, but I imagine yeah. like a bunch of men at arms like. Are just gonna get shredded by these guys. 
Yeah, I feel like this would be a nice, like, raid. I don't want to say a raid unit. It's probably good to throw in your army comp. The fact they literally, they pretty much, they are the crossbowmen. So, like, yeah, like, and, and then they can probably kite insanely. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, just being a kite, like, a crossbowman that can, like, kite and outpace. Because many arms are slow. So, yeah. like, the fact they can probably outrun many arms and just kite them and then just take them out. Like, yeah, this, this if you can micro these well, this is probably really strong in your army. Yeah. Um, next unit up is the Ozutsu uh, Tangish uh, Tanegashima uh, Gunsmith Landmark. Uh, the heavy ranged gunpowder unit equipped with a handheld cannon, the Ozutsu uh, excel at sieging enemy buildings and destroying groups of units clumped up in an area. These are like These hand cannoneers meets grenadiers. Is this how they uh, occupy? Is not like uh, how bombards were in AOE 2? Like they were like they roll them on like. Like they weren't like actual cannons, like the actual they actually had a cannon in their hand rolling around. Was that uh, there was a the Portuguese got the organ gun, which was basically a baldaquin. There was a bombard cannon, but it just shot like a big cannonball. Uh and hand cannoneers just basically had very similar to AOE four, except they could okay. miss. Um oh, yeah, micro. I don't know what it, this is interesting because the first time I read it, I thought, oh, this is a siege unit um, and it's basically a great bombard. And then like, no, it is. It's a unit. It, it's like an infantry unit. I think it'll do a bit of both. I, I think it'll do a bit of both. It'll be good for kind of hitting big clumps and probably good for taking down some buildings. They're probably, again, very expensive units, I imagine, you know. Oh, yeah. And it sounds sure. like they come from a landmark, a gunsmith landmark is what it looks like. So it looks like you have yep. to it kind of like a like grenadiers or other things. You have to have the right landmarks, the right whatever's to get that. So. Uh, and those are that the units. it doesn't talk about the bannermen here. It doesn't talk about any other samurai. I imagine those would replace like instead of men of arms. I imagine it's going to be a sword wielding samurai. I'm sure there'll be mm-hmm. some slight differences like that, much like we have like with palace guards, etc. Um, Japanese through the ages. Let's take a look. This is really cool, too. Age number one. From age one, the Japanese benefit from buildings that serve dual purposes, the farmhouse and forge. The farmhouse acts as both mill and a house and should be constructed around berry bushes uh, for when sheep run low. The forge acts as both a mining camp and a blacksmith and contains an extra tier of melee damage technology available in Dark Age. That is crazy. That is pretty awesome. I'm pretty hyped about that. The fact that dropping off to houses... Is that they don't? They're dropping off uh-huh. to a house. The houses are yep. mills. Farmhouse yeah. And the, yep, yep. Farmhouse. And uh, yeah, that's sweet. That's a fun mechanic. Yeah, I, think, I like I that. Think, I think people were predicting that based on the screenshots. Because like that, it looks uh-huh. like a house, but it also has a like a like a blacksmith attached, which is yeah. like that's something else. I was not. I would not. That's. I would not be yeah, expecting people were, that. People were, people were expecting this. Blacksmith. Mining black yeah. camp with blacksmith, which makes a lot of sense, honestly. Yeah, that uh, does and then sense. houses with a uh, with. Uh, uh, mills which which also kind of makes sense but that's that's fun i i like that. that's a fun way to give them kind of a unique economic advantage uh now i wonder if you can get the upgrades to these houses like well clearly the blacksmith slash mill you can uh-huh but i was one of my for mining camp but like like if you get a house can you and that's acting as a mill can you get like wilbur from the house i imagine you would imagine. I, 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 yeah. I, that's that, how that would work i'd assume that sounds pretty nice so you're gonna have that a mill like right off the bat very, no matter what a house would be more expensive um, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, maybe, I would feel like they'd be a little a bit. bit. That would, 
I, I, I guess the trick is though, you, you don't want to overdo it though, right? Because you don't want to have right. so because you got to have mills. Really, are you going to build during a game? Yeah, like you really, first, you really need yeah. the houses. I imagine maybe they're just a bit more expensive, but I wouldn't make them too much more expensive, honestly. Because honestly, this might be one of those. I honestly wouldn't even hate if it was just normal price, because I bet their units mm-hmm. are going to be very expensive in general, right? I imagine most of the units are going to be. And minus the, the Ashigaru uh, uh, Spearman will be probably normal. They'll probably have some other differences as well. That's, oh, that's another unit that I don't think they mentioned, but I'm pretty sure because in Field Japan, the Ashigaru were the Provincial Spearman forces. I'm sure we're going to have those in game. I'm almost like 99% sure that'll be in. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I'd almost be OK with it being just normal house price, like 50 wood. I mean, honestly, I think that'd be fine because that just I mean, that's uh, this bonus they get for that, right? That would be their economic yeah. bonus because well, I mean, mills aren't the end all be all, right? Maybe the yeah. mining camps are a bit more pricey. I could see that being the case, like 75 wood or something for the mining camp instead. Uh-huh. I could see that. I could yeah, see that. No, no, that makes sense. With the, the amount of houses you need to build during the game, they should probably stay the same price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to make that too difficult. Um, Here's the first save. I wonder if people like, so this is the first save that has actual different variation of houses you could build. I wonder like everybody who's so used to just hitting Q is going to be jacked up. Yeah. Like, it's probably they different. gotta they gotta keep that on cue. Yeah, but I'm saying so like so like so the mill house in the uh well how does the GUR work? The GUR the GUR is, is a drop off to everything. Yeah, yeah, like, but what, right. key, what, key, what key is that though, right? Because it's it's a it's a mill, it's a you yeah. know mining camp. Yeah, well, so is that how so is that how this yeah, is Q? Uh-huh. Q, Q is Uvu for Mongols. Yeah, it what is, is yeah. Q, Q, Q what is Gur? I think it's what it is a weird one. It's a weird. It's, yeah, it's not. It's not houses. It's. I think it is T. Oh, I literally forgot. I've been playing among too, but like, yeah, it's. I think I, I swear. I think it's like. It's one of those because E no A is pastures. Q A is pastures. Oh, yeah, I gotta go back and research uh, that. Yeah. So, guys. So, this is not unprecedented. Those what I was getting at is that other states do different things like this. So it's not like I mean, even though most more expensive. But Gur is more expensive. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this one would be a bit as well. I imagine the mining camp drop, but the mining camp at Blacksmith, I imagine to be more expensive. I expect the houses yeah, probably be about good. the same. I'd be surprised the houses are more than like yeah. 55 because you don't want to cap, make it. I mean, every no sieve has more expensive houses that I know of. Um, and this and, and for other sieves like French get a discounted rate for their drop off places and mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I could see it being being similar and not going crazy. OK, yeah, that makes sense. Too much speculation. All right, age two. We've only gotten the the, the dark age alone. I mean, is already super cool. Yeah. I mean, early wheelbarrow could be so easy for Japanese if they already have a house down. Like that could be an oh, easy go to play. Anyways, okay. Age two. Uh, the Koka Township. Uh, fun fun thing, a fact. Actually, Koka or Koku. I think is the other word. I know. I I know this from my board game as Koku. Uh, is a year's supply of rice. So I think that's where Koka comes from here as well. Uh, the Koka Township and. Kura storehouse uh, landmarks allow options for militaristic or economic growth. Akoka Township produces shinobi, unique, uh, the unique units that can disguise themselves as enemy villagers, uh, nullify enemy buildings with sabotage, and can make you uh, smoke bombs to appear in new locations. That's more information about the shinobi than we knew, actually. That, that's some other things. Interesting. They can nullify enemy buildings with sabotage, and the shinobi can also use smoke bombs and appear in new locations. That's so cool. That's um, if favoring a more economic approach, the Kura storehouse acts as a universal drop-off location and periodically generates free farms in the surrounding area. Whoa. That's pretty good. That's, free that, farm. that's neat. You're just going to slowly have a farm transition and not have to worry about it. 
That's mm-hmm. neat. That's neat. Oh, that's way nice. Yeah, yeah. Probably what he's probably just like he's look over and see a couple more farm patches. Yeah, you just, just gotta move villagers yeah. over them slowly. They're moving yeah. sheep to farm. Yeah, I like that. That, that, that's that can really cool. that, that can take that off some of your That sounds kind of OP. That sounds kind of OP. Well, I'm again, like, well, I again, like, again, that's gonna need some it's balance. It's not gonna give you. It's gonna give you a gradual shift, though, right? It's not gonna give you. It, it is kind of. It's a. I don't think it's OP because it's not gonna just boom. All your farms are there. It's going to take time yeah. to kind of build up, but you can, it, it's going to make transitioning yeah. easier. So you can just slowly oh, yeah. transition to farms as you go, which I think is that, that yeah. that'd be really good for a new player. That's not for a newer player trying to learn how to do that. That'd be super sweet. Oh yeah. So, um, I want to bounce this back real quick. Uh, the Daimyo manners. Uh-huh. Um, it looks like the TCs advance as well. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to, I don't know, uh, like the Zerg hatcheries in Starcraft or the different yeah. levels in like Warcraft 3 where you upgrade your home TC over and over and it looks like after the first upgrade there's a huge boost to, to farming around it I'm right. imagining gather rate yeah to farming near your so home putting TC. these two landmarks together they're going to have a really good uh, chemistry working together mm-hmm. I'm really hyped this Civ I think is going to be yeah. I, I was wondering which one I would like the most I think Japanese is going to be a go-to new Civ for me uh, it just sounds like my play style I think in general I've been a big fan of English big fan of HRE I really like Abbasid I'm thinking it's just going to meld some of the things I like about a lot of those Civs and I'm really excited for it Japanese is going to be my main before it's going to be my main for a while detail. everyone's kept been talking <laughs> up everyone's been talking up Byzantines and I don't mean to dissuade anyone from Byzantines Byzantines sound cool as could be oh yeah but this sounds like what I want to play for now. Like Japanese sounds like yeah. what I, everyone will be learning Byzantines. I'll probably be one of the guys on the Japanese hype wagon for a bit. Uh, it's H- kind of funny. I, yeah, go ahead. I think everybody's because it, it, we haven't talked about it for a while, but I am really excited to play uh, Joan of Arc. Yeah. Oh, oh really? So much. Yeah. Dude, they, they got more details about Having that. that least, unit? Yeah. I, I'm pumped to, to give her a, to give her a shot. When that releases like more yeah. than anything else right now oh dude that that may be a first i've heard like a lot of people are excited about Joan of arc but like i like i haven't heard like a lot of people are really excited about the hre and japanese and visitings like i'm happy the to say sound I'm cool. about, the ubids sound really oh, the fun ubids, i mean the ubids guys it's too. having just picked up abbasid now i'm hyped about that too so it's like yeah, it's, it's like christmas come early for me like I, i'm so yeah, sad that it's actually it a week christmas. from now and not this tuesday <laughs> oh yeah dude you have me hyped i, was like, is it I know tuesday i'm so sorry real? i'm so sorry guys <laughs> i was like maybe i miscalculated let's go uh age three for japanese in age three the japanese can choose between the floating gate which i called by the way uh to unlock shinto priests or the temple of quality to unlock buddhist monks this is actually one of the things that i think someone mentioned in one of those uh, one of those guys who makes up like the mock-ups of civs I think he mentioned in there like yeah, or maybe it was for Norse, like a Norse, like the idea of picking between the two religions. Right. And this one, we see that like you got the Buddhist monks or the Shinto priests, like you got kind of a choice to make and what your particular like daimyo system wants to go for. I love this. Uh, so Shinto priests are able to place sacred objects called Yorishiro in buildings to achieve special bonuses. Whereas Buddhist monks can weaken enemy damage outpost out damage output and solidify your position on the field. Mm. I want to know what these what this Yoroshiro is like. Are these not relics? Yeah, like, that's a good question, like, right? Sacred objects like, called Yoroshiro and buildings. Which where, where, yeah, where are those like coming new, from? Yeah, where are those what coming? is that? Uh, maybe the yeah, gatehouse produces. Maybe the gatehouse produces them. Generate, yeah, out of the out of the gatehouse. And, and then, put or them. do you have to find them on the map? I don't know. 
are they new? Are they just everywhere? Is anyone gonna be able to pick up? A, I, 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 yeah, no they idea. Spawn out of the gatehouse and you go and put them in a building you want. You gotta go grab them and put them in. Is it like a little relic? Relic? Uh, yeah. Does it make relics for you? Basically, like make your little <laughs> mini relics. I mean, I, I'd be kind of odd. Like, because what's the denial yeah. for that? And why not just have it automatically pop yeah. in? Why have a unique Shift unit make? Things. Yeah, I don't know. Because why would you have a, a thing pop out these little things that your unique unit that comes from that thing as well picks up and moves to somewhere else? Like, it just seems a little convoluted. A little convoluted, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it probably makes it could be off. It probably makes a lot more yeah. sense than that. Maybe when you pick up a relic, it turns into a, a Yoroshiru uh, relic or something. Who knows? The Buddhist muggling interesting, though. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun one, too. I don't yeah, think we've seen that ability before. No, we, we haven't we've seen like healing, but we haven't seen like damage reduction shields. I mean, I guess we've you've seen got the camel riders with... kind of do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Riders, strictly cavalry. It's, like it's all around. Uh -huh, not all around, but I mean, that is a yeah, mechanic. It's somewhere in the game. The ranged attack, although it's no, that's just boosting range defense for your. Uh huh. So matters count. Oh, that, yeah, sure, yeah, it's not. It's not nullifying the enemy. Yeah, but yeah, that's boosting you. And yeah, not I think I think the camel riders are the only ones that actually debuff anything else already. Yeah. So there is, you know, there is the yeah. precedent for it. So it makes sense, but. I wonder if this buffs your entire military comp. So, like, that's when you want to focus down. You're doing, like, a percentage of the damage that you would be. Hmm. Take away all your blacksmith upgrades when it gets near. That'd be rough. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, right. this is detailed. Look great. Age Ooh, four. These, these, I know. These, 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 these guys look amazing. This, this is, like, the greatest right overview. Here. It's not even, like, we've no... This, this still, picture. there's so much to learn still. But age four... Uh, in age four, the Japanese civilization can choose between boosting trade or cultivating gunpowder weaponry. The castle mm. of the crow acts as a keep and generates treasure caravans, which can traverse land or water to trade at any trade post. Whoa. Whereas the uh, uh, Tenegashima gunsmith can access an arsenal of gunpowder units, including the Ozutsu heavy ranged infantry. I think, okay, actually, yeah. I, I know I was yeah, talking about being a bad American is. about pronunciations. I think I'm doing a pretty good job with most of these names good. so far. Oh, you're doing great. You're holding it down. Uh, but yeah, that. He's, uh, Dude, these uh, classic imperial so sounding stuff. Dude, look at these, buff these, guy. Look at that. That gun is as big as him. Yeah, dude. That look at that. It's <laughs> <laughs> an RPG in his hand. He's holding like it's a freaking soft as an airsoft gun. Dude, like, this guy napalm in the morning. <laughs> yeah, they look jacked. But dude, these guys look like freaking like World War One infantry man. Like dude, these guys look dope. Little dope boys. These uh, gunpowder units. Yeah, they were like, ah, dude, I'm not gonna, I think aesthetically, I think Japan won it for me. Is that the TC? Is that the landmark? I don't even know. <laughs> dude, these I, guys are won it aesthetically. I, I, I think the TC is going to look a bit more like, I think it's the landmark. I think the TC is going to look a bit more like a castle. I really do think it'll look more like a castle. Dude, these, dude, these buildings look amazing, too. Like, aesthetically, this is, aesthetically, I think, this is kind of why I like classic mode. You see all these details. They just look so, it's probably yeah. why I lose. I actually, I, I turned down thing. my graphics. I was doing some team games a while ago, and I actually just turned it back on again. It's like, oh, man, this game's no, so beautiful. Need, life. One of my things I need to get is actually a better, uh, more memory and better graphics card for my computer. That's one of the oh, things yeah. I want to get, because I'm, I'm like, I, it's time for me to, to beef it up a little bit. Like, it's. Just go 4K. I, 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 I need 4K. to see it. Oh, dude, I wish. I wish. Oh, dude, it's nothing to joke. I tried that and I, my PC was about to like literally explode. I'm like, let me try it for one game. <laughs> it was not working out in my favor. But the, 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 I mean, yeah, this right here, this is the, dude, I want it to be the TZ. It probably isn't. I, th I don't think it is. I don't but think it is. It's the, it's aesthetically, what, what is that towards the bottom? You see that little, like, looks like a scroll. 
at the bottom. Like, what is that doing down there? Likely related to uh, that drop off of the special relic. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, I like where your head's at. Yeah, that's hot. That's hot. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm like a pig in slop with this Japanese civilization. <laughs> this is the one thing I wanted, dude. I'm so excited about this thing. There's no, like, this is just day zip. I, I can't I wonder, wait. I, wonder, I think on the scale, it wasn't really like, it's not as, it's like a two star or maybe like one and a half star. It's not a hard civilization to play. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I expect this will be, if Byzantines are the three star, I expect this to be a two star, which for yeah, reference, it, HRE, is, HRE, HRE is also star. a two star, which I feel like, I mean, was it, was it, uh, who, was, who said the other day that like you could like rub your face on the keyboard and still pull it's off a fast Tim. castle? Tim. <laughs> you know, fun fact on that, American Jimmy going to shout you out. He ran, we, we, he tried, tried a, uh, he tried, uh, uh, what was it? HRE. And he did that. Actually, he did do a fast castle, uh, like eight and a half minutes. He was in castle age. And I was like, oh, my word. That was his first time playing him. Uh, and he managed <laughs> that. And I was like, I guess it's true. I guess he nailed it. Like anyone can fast castle with HRE. It doesn't matter what you do. You just just go <laughs> for it. I can chapel so into if, GG's. What do you think is going to hard count out of the Japanese? Because that's going to be my secondary main. You're going to see us on the ladder so much. <laughs> you'll probably just farm it i'm trying to see so what is the they they are of what are they more of a military or economic save are they like more of a hybrid uh, it's yes. hard to tell it's hard Sounds to like tell yes. like, like, like we we get just amount of detail to make like the most vague assumptions i will say japanese does really not sound overly economic it sounds like the kind of sieve that builds up momentum as things go it doesn't sound like they have any crazy economic bonuses um, like they get a trade thing late in the game in Imperial Age. I think their economy is one of those. It's going to slow to start. But once it gets humming, it's really going. I think it's going to be just a slowly steadying and steadying game. I think they're going to be military oriented in the beginning. And then later mm-hmm. game, they're going to be more oriented on the economy and taking over map control. Yeah, you think, we, we, we think we think they're prime age. They're prime the age. TC upgrades for the Daimyo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like what that is going to actually give. It's going to um, have to cost something. I think it, I think you have to pay to upgrade the T. I don't think it does. I don't think it's automatic. I think you have to right. upgrade the TCs as you go. Sure. Likely, likely. Um, yeah, automatic would be a problem. So on that, I, I don't think they'd be a two TC sieve. I think they're going to be a one TC focus mm-hmm. on getting your core economy humming and going. So I guess yeah. a sieve that could take better map control early might be really good. So maybe like a French could be really good in that they could take Joan of control. Arc coming in. Joan of Arc maybe there, might yeah, be, that go. might be the way to go, you know? There you go, man. You might have to main the one because you already know, dude, you're going to see this, you're going to see this on the rank ladder. You're going to forget. Every single game. Dude, this is going to be the rank Japanese ladder Japanese and Byzantines so are going to be much. every single game. Yeah. Dude, Byzantines apparently are three And if it's not those, it's going to be the golden HRE. It, like, those are going to be the three, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I think, man, but like, that's the thing I'm saying about this, uh, this expansion. Like, there is not a single one that's been announced that is not playable. Like that. Okay, I think I think sushi is going to be the least popular. Sushi is going to be one so. you see the least amount. So. Like that one's probably most underwhelming, but it still looks sweet. But it's most underwhelming because the Ubits look sweet too, dude. Like I don't know. Like this is why I'm gonna lose my mind when this comes out. I don't know who I'm gonna play with now. I, I'm gonna have to go for Japanese because these these are just too. And I'm, I'm I'm seeing the fact that it's a one TC sieve, and you're gonna be able to pretty much like I think this um this uh curl storehouse, like I feel like that's gonna give you enough feudal push with those automatic farms. Uh huh. That you're gonna be you're gonna be yeah. able to push heavy and feudal. That's it my thought. Me kind of the Ottomans of like because you yeah they they can play one TC pretty well, and they've got that boost with the like uh, berry bushes that mm-hmm. generate. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. there. That's, a, that, that's, a, that's an amazing landmark too. Like that's oh, underestimated yeah. how much it flew to get you. Yeah, I, I do think um, it'll be a lot. Like I, I think Ottomans is a good comparison. I think they will be kind of feudal centric in that they're going to be desperately trying to see with Ottomans they get free units, right? Uh, with uh, Japanese, they're going to be all the resources are going to be spent into their military. They're going to be just putting everything they can mm-hmm. into the military because they're going to be getting free farms. So they're going to be relying on the food to kind of come up as it goes. They're going to be putting, I think, all their stuff into making enough military presence to hold their center of ego. As long as they yeah. can just keep holding, 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 uh, then as they get into Castle Age, I think that's when they're going to really ramp up with the defensive landmark. Uh, or Sorry, defensive TCs. But I, I do think that'll that. I mean, again, no idea, but that's kind of how I expect it to play out. And that's why I'm so excited, because I like that kind of play. I, I like the English a lot. Um, I really enjoyed HRE, but it just feels like you're a little too vulnerable as HRE. This seems like a bit more of a not-so-crazy boom more of a slow and steady you're just kind of dominant middle late game i, I kind of like that as long as you can play and handle the early rushes and stuff and as long as you can maybe sneak some shinobi every now and then to kind of go harass your opponent's eco you can just slowly kind of take some good fights and keep moving up i, I think that'll be the way yeah. to play it but again no idea well, you know what's crazy like a lot of our questions are kind of being answered in the rest of the update I'm like, yeah. like I forgot we're like a week behind. So like they actually like some things I'm seeing some things on here about the Japanese that are insane. Like based about off the actual update, the uh, overview of the act for DLC. Mm-hmm. Like it goes through each individual. Dude, I think there's something on here. I'm trying to find it. I see. Oh, I was going to talk about, yeah, some of the masteries. We, we, we have a list of the new yeah, masteries yeah, coming yeah. up. So they that gives us an idea. We, before we get there, uh, just the bonuses. Haven't talked about uh, every time you drop off gold or stone, you get 20% yeah. of the other one. Yeah, I just I seen that. Oh, you do? So, That's insane. Oh. Yeah. For every 10 gold, you get two stone. That Dude, is I, huge. I'm, I'm trying to find it. I guess there's like, I think it is Japanese, but they have a manganel emplacement on their towers. Uh, no, that's... Who is that? That was someone Who? else. Uh, Japanese someone else? gets, gets okay. uh, rockets on their keeps. Oh, yeah, I forgot. They got uh, RPG emplacements. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's what it is. Rockets on the keys. That how do we got to get it to that? How the wow the f is that going to work? What? Yeah, I, I don't Rocket know if it's like nests of bees, um, or or what we're looking at. Like a because Great Wall Gatehouse exists. Yeah, I can't imagine every insane. keep is a Great Wall Gatehouse. According to Beastie so Cutie, that's a great oh, reference. Oh, I found, I found your uh, Japanese thing too. Uh, uh, so in Imperial Age, Japanese are able to construct castles, unique keeps with powerful rocket emplacements. There you go. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. Imperial See, Age, so, well, okay, it must be one of the uh, variation saves that have manganel emplacements, which I'm is insane. I'm it up right now. Because I uh, see, I was watching BC earlier and he oh, was saying... Oh, Byzantines. Oh, Byzantines. Oh, there we go. That makes sense. So the other one. The other one has the manganel <laughs> emplacement. That's insane, dude. That's going to be fun. That was sudden uh, getting near a tower and you see a freaking hall of rocks. Like, whoa. Hey. If if we just scrolled up a little, it does say it now under the B- Byzantines on this update patch. <laughs> Outpost keeps and wall towers also have a new unique mangonel emplacement. Oh, is that actually under the Byzantines? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so they're, 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 they're patching in. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we didn't tell you at first, but yeah, they got this now. Too. <laughs> they fly oh, wow, now. They, they fly now. They also, <laughs> get, they also get free stone every time they construct a building. Who do? Yeah, I heard because I heard the cisterns are like insane. Like, like they're like, oh, uh, I read, I read the, somewhere that you can build like, like one of the things was building like a ton of cisterns. Like, I don't think it's capped by mm-hmm. five. I think it's you can build as many as you huh. want. 
Oh yeah, overflow. Yeah, build ten cisterns. One of the new uh, Byzantine achievements is overflow. Build ten cisterns in a single match as the Byzantines. So I, I, you know, you can at least build. 10. Oh my god, this aqueduct network is gonna be probably like probably requires a lot of stone. I also heard. Wait, here we go. We're going back. I also heard. I heard that like you can build over your buildings. Like you could build like in between your buildings. Oh, like this like aqueduct. Yeah, like the aqueduct can actually go like over oh. stuff. Like, cause like just to like make it easier to have good water flow. But I heard that that was also another speculative. I could be incorrect, but all I'm saying is this: this is about to be a very interesting uh, time here. It's going to be a lot of experimenting, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Apparently, apparently, there's still a little bit more that's not being talked about. Oh, I'm sure about. there's there's so, I'm sure there's um, next episode, guys, is going to be I, again. I don't know how we're going to get through everything. It might just. Yeah, let's do a twenty-four hour stream. Let's do it. Jeez, uh, I don't know if I can do that, but it might be a long. It might be a long one. I'm longer than our normal ones. I, I, if we wanted to get through everything in one episode, it would take forever. And even then, if we even if we went through the entire patch notes next episode, I think we'd still have so much to talk about each week yeah. after that about each Civ and how it's playing. I mean, it's gonna there's gonna be just so much to go through here. Listen, Goodness. we're not getting those patch notes. We're gonna be every five minutes. Well, how's that gonna work? And I'm loving this. Yep. <laughs> and then we're, yep. we're gonna be like on the first Civ. Now, nah, this is a they actually leave some more details going back to the actual um, the uh, official update of like uh, uh, the DLC as a whole. They kind of did like little highlights of every variant Civ too. Oh, here's the little thing. Uh, I'm kind of diving into the masteries now a little bit. I don't want to get through everyone, but they're kind of you can kind of glean things. So Daimyo mm-hmm. Mastery, spend stone to research all town center upgrades as the Japanese. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's stone cost for the, the TC for that. Um. You can exchange gold to stone. So exchange rates convert stone to gold at forge 250 times in a single match as a Japanese. So I guess you could convert gold and stone as well as mining both? Question mark. Huh. Possibly. Do they act as like a, a, a trading spot as well? I don't know. Uh, Shinobi Mastermind. Disable 50 buildings with Shinobi units at the Japanese. I guess you could dis- just disable. Yeah, you can disable, disable them? Or you like a, like yeah, I guess disable them. Like, I mean, imagine go to the stables and just dis- disabling it. Just so you just turn them uh, off. Your, your, no more. your units aren't highlighted. You're like, what, what's going Why on? I'm pressing out? W. What's going yeah. on? That'd be crazy. So many people are like, yeah, I think the game's bugged. Like, who are you playing? Like, you're Japanese. Like, every time I play Japanese, the game is bugged. What's going yeah. on? Um, we haven't talked about this too, bugged. but there is a new campaign coming in too. Oh, that is true. Yes. campaign is uh, announced officially. I mean, we kind of figured there would be, but it is a for sure coming in. Um, there's a couple of different things. Capture all. I mean, there's a couple of these just to get an idea. Master Naval Traders, a campaign achievement, have 20 trade ships trading simultaneously during Raiders of the Red Sea. That sounds fun. In the lead mm-hmm. by a quarter Nile, capture all control points during into Egypt. Saving the day early, eliminating all three enemy leaders within 30 seconds of each other during the Battle of Mansura. And then rescue, capture all the prisoners during the invasion of Cyprus. I mean, sounds like there's some interesting. Yeah. Sounds like some interesting uh, campaign yeah, I'm stuff coming in. This campaign. I mean, this looks pretty sweet. Prisoners, like different, like unique units you got to take down. I mean, that sounds sounds like they're up in the ante on this one. I mean, you got like you're you're fighting the Templars, Teutons, Mongols. I don't even want to say this other one. I don't know how to pronounce that, so I'm going to just not give it that a shot because it sounds silly. But I said, like we said, we mentioned off stream, uh, well, off recording. Uh, I like how it's a. Um, take place your plans in the middle east like you're defending against the european like mm. seeing from a different perspective I told you they were there were, it was a really interesting time piece of crusades but i don't know which crusade is, is going to take place like because there are like be six crusades of them yeah, yeah it could be a yeah maybe going through all of them yeah 
Uh, here's a fun other uh, mastery to look at. Bear down, produce 15 cataphracts, and then trample enemy units 20 times. Well, they're not that sounds that fun. Strong. That sounds fun. They're gonna, yeah, they're not going to be that strong. Actually, if you guys, I guess we're going free fire. If you guys, uh, they actually highlight a little bit more um, details on the variation sets. Yeah. Tell them what makes them different. Like it's in the in the patch. They're talking about the Ubits, Joan of Arc, Order of Dragon, and Sushi. Looks like uh, with the Ubits, you're not. It's no longer you're not researching. Um, you know when you go up from different wings, how you get like you know uh, like a little piece of technology to kind of push you along. That's not how it's going to uh, conduct. It's going to be a little different. The House of Wisdom, I guess, it's not going to have a House of Okay, so there's going to be a House of Wisdom, but you're not going to get uh, research, unique, unique technologies. You're going to have a choice between the bonus and uh, each wing. Mm. So maybe, was that already discovered? Or was that like... I, I think that's the first thing. I think, I think, I think, I think we kind of were on to that, but I think that's the first thing. Yeah. We explicitly mentioned it in as easy to understand a way that I've heard that. That makes a lot of sense. So instead yeah. of... You have these options. You just you pick the wing and you pick one of the two bonuses from that wing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So kind of, almost like kind of like a normal age up, like except, you know, age up. Except you have all the options still at your fingertips. Yeah. So it's still post imperialism, pretty pretty sounds nice. Like, yeah, that that sounds really interesting. Oh, uh, what the Joan of Arc said: you cannot. The faster researching of villagers is no longer a thing, and the cheaper research drop off building is no longer a yeah, thing. Yeah, you just get Joan of Arc. That's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. a fair trade-off. Yeah, that, that, that sounds pretty fair. And then, of course, uh, for the Order of Dragon, the Guild units, some we kind of already figure it's going to cost more resources, time, and population. So things are going to cost more, take more time, and mm -hmm. more population time. At yeah. more, pop more population space. That's going to be interesting. And um, for the Sushi Legacy, I'm guessing it's, uh, it's no longer going to be a... It's no longer going to be a big, like, kind of surrounded around fast expansion. Okay, so the landmarks. Yeah, Zushi sounds the most normal out of those, but it's got some, yeah. some fun units there too. Gosh, yeah. there's I, it, knowing matchups is going to be so hard now with like twice the number of oh, dude, in the fun. game. It's going to be these content creators are going insane. They're have so I, much I guess content. The, to make. The, the theory crafting on what you do is going to matter. Of like, you have a general idea what your your opponent civ wants, and it's going to be matter. Of, you're going to have to just play your own game. You know, play your own game and kind of know like what yeah. I want to do, and then can my opponent stop it? And what are they trying to do? And is it going to be anything I have to worry about? Like it's. Because normally, you know, a lot of the Civ, this, this game has a lot about the matchup. Like, what is, if you're playing Roos, oh, that's yeah. going to fundamentally change what I do as Avacid a little bit. Like, I'm going to go mm -hmm. two scouts. So that's going to slow my feudal timing down. That's, you know, every Civ and the matchup on it changes what I'm doing, right? Like, if I'm going against mm -hmm, French, yeah. I have to have a couple spears out. Whereas if I'm playing against, like, Avacid, maybe I won't. Yeah. It's going to be exciting to see how these uh, variation Civs and new Civs trade into the uh, already released civilizations. Mm, like, yeah. I want to know who's going to come out on top because, uh, you know, because we got to imagine once the game drops and the actual patch notes are coming out that some of like, they're going to probably balance and tweak some of the already released civs to kind of go kinda and match like, keep it. them yeah. balanced. But yeah. Oh, I imagine things will imagine. be, I'm curious to see what's going to be broken and what's not going to be because I imagine there's just no way oh, yeah. they're not going to have it be completely it's something. Be some broken stuff. Someone is going to, even with all their planning and all their effort, I mean, shout out to the devs. This is a huge expansion. Super hyped about it. Even with all of their effort they're going to put into this to try and keep it balanced right off the bat. I just know that even when you have all the testing, when you get like thousands upon thousands of players actually playing, Someone's oh, yeah. going to find something out. Someone's going to break it somehow. Like it's just going to be a matter of time. I'm curious what the broken strategies are going to be for a bit. And then what they, what the first, I'm really curious what that first hot patch fix is going to be, you know, <laughs> like what are the first things they're going to tweak, right? Like what oh, yeah, unit is too powerful? 
release the game to these animals <laughs> like they just start breaking everything they start finding all these broken strategies immediately. Exactly. <laughs> they get it and they just start losing it and it's like oh there's gonna be some broken strats for sure one thing i've also noticed they also uh i've seen the mastery and i guess we're all i'm all over the place not looking at so the byzantine mastery one of the last ones called rain of fire it says research the greek fire trebuchet and then destroy 20 buildings using trebuchets. Gosh, imagine, throwing, trebuchet. imagine a trebuchet chucking one of those like boulders they normally do, but it's f- like got a flaming trail behind it. Like, yeah. boy, that just sounds like Lord of the Rings ask almost. That's so cool. And they released a new mechanic. They released like a new feature in the game where like the like there's like fire that can actually be stagnant, like can actually burn in place for a little bit. Oh, I cute. wonder like if that's gonna be biome based or like just like or I wonder if that's on research oh, it's technology. From the, it's from the uh Kurosifans. Yeah, yeah. They're the ones that, that shoot dude, the fire on the ground. This is going to be an exciting yeah. time, boys. Well, I want to shift gears. I want to shift gears a little bit though before we go to our break. Um, I want to kind of take a look back at we're kind of at the end of this season, right? We got like another like week essentially now. Um, mm-hmm. I want to kind of take a look back at the season. Season. Um, for a moment this season, I thought I was going to get up to plat three. I really did. I was on Abyssin and I was going. I'm actually like, just I'm I'm solidly in platinum right now. Plat one. I really wanted to get to plat three. I thought I was going to break out and get there and maybe start my journey to diamond. But uh, and I, I took a seven game, that seven game losing streak. Uh, the best. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it was rough. <laughs> uh, but I want to take a look at the season and see if you guys have any thoughts about this season, how it went and how you guys played and how you did. I mean, I learned a new I learned a new sift this season. I, I didn't expect to do that going in. Uh, I was big on HRE. I had moved on from English entirely this season and was on HRE for like the entire season and most of last season. And mm-hmm. uh, then I moved on to Abbasid. And so now I've got like another I, I can play a really good HRE game, a really good uh, Abbasid game. And I, I feel like actually my English play is probably not that good anymore. I need to probably go back and pick them up for a bit and learn some. I think now that I'm a bit, I feel like a better player now. And I kind of mm-hmm. want to go back to English and see if I can translate some of those things into my play style. Because uh, I, I feel like yeah. it was really fun to learn Abbasid because they just do everything well. I mean, the 2TC game, the fast cast on the Ghulam, the trade on the maps like uh, uh, Hill and Dale has been really fun against like French. I had a French player get mad at me yesterday night uh, saying his exact words were French. Abbasid's too easy of a matchup against French. But he said GG well played. So I was like, OK, GG. I didn't say anything else, but I was like, well, that's not my fault. You didn't stop my trade and you only sent two knights and then just kind of pittered out and didn't actually kill any bills. But, you know, you know, whatever, whatever. Hey, <laughs> he's hit, hit him with dash 27. Yeah. Nice town. Nice town. Yeah. That's 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 my that's that's the most disrespectful thing. Well, he ran his he ran his like eight knights straight into my like 25 spears and then my archers picked yeah. off his archers. It was actually a really fun game. He was making crossbows for some reason. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to go men at arms against you. <laughs> like you got knights why would i ever go ghouloms against you they'll just wreck like spears sometimes i mean some people just like making the cool units they're like yeah, yeah i guess arbitrary are, are a good french unit but that, yeah, against Abbasid, like unless you see them yeah. like that it just doesn't make sense uh but yeah what, were, what are you guys cool. thoughts uh, any, any thoughts i mean this was season five right yeah, yeah i like, I like to change uh the mongols made i like uh like you know saying this is about that's my you know like you got the Abbasid. i tried out the mongols and, uh, you know, I like at first, I feel like when the uh, season first initially launched, people thought that the uh, the Mongols are going to be uh, with their uh, vampire uh, Lancers, that they're going to be a little OP. But really, honestly, and truly, I really feel like the Mongols, like they became more dynamic as a civilization. Like uh, as far I like civilization that both of the feudal landmarks can both be used based on, you know, just the map and the spawn. Mm-hmm. 
So like, you know, the mind was like, uh, you know, at first it was always, um, oh my goodness, why am I brain is now what is the uh deer stones there we go it was always deer stones and then uh, maybe season four they realized how good the mongol trade was if you can protect it well and now based on now mongols became even more dynamic because with their they basically got nerfed lancers that got you know the kashik kashik and they're like they're like they're like, like kind of like watered down lancers that you know have health stealing which is like a new mechanic in the game and it really did determine Mongols became a little bit more powerful in the uh, feudal age, and they kind of got a little bit more, a little weaker in the um, in the castle age. But they just they, I feel like you know it was kind of initially frowned upon, but once they actually implemented it and got you know familiar with the meta of the game, they they scaled pretty well. So I like how the Mongols did. I like I like how, and I also really like the uh, map, the map queue, the map of uh, ranked player queue. Was uh, yeah. I think it was I think it was mm-hmm. one of the best ones we probably had. In both of them, I, I think yeah. they need to update yeah. it more. But I, I'm still I think for both of the map pools, I've only thumbs yeah. down two maps. Yeah, you uh, really don't have to like uh, you can actually sometimes like if you really really wanted to like go crazy, you'd have to be thumbs down anything. It was nothing that was like like I can't remember. It was one map pool that had like Oasis. Is a little, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The noob is the one that probably that was an odd one. The noob was like the one that was kind of like. I, I, have, I have a confession. I have had that oh. one downvoted this entire season. Oh, I think I think most people hate did. that yeah. map. I, hate I, I, that think, map. Yeah, I think you were most definitely you. Were, yeah, you were the norm of that one. I think a lot of people did. I tried it. I think I played like one time, and it's a very odd map to get the hang of. Like it's like you don't. It's one of those maps you spawn and kind of like if you don't have a f- for sure game plan. It's, and it's, it's very weird. Uh, it's a weird map. It's a very century. Yeah, it's a, wall and trade. Yeah, it's a weird My map. My problem it's just with like, the map is the bridges. That you, yeah, it, which they yeah. added in. It wasn't there at first. They added them in. The bridges. I think they bad. added them in because of demo ships. Like people mm. were like demo ships yeah. and heavy. Back when it was like before the bridges were there, you could just like take your ship all the way around the map and just like destroy whoever army was crossing that. I've done it a lot when the game first launched. Back when the ships were nuclear. But yeah, I think I think it's a very. I mean, have we aside? Was this this is the this is the season that had all the crashes right to start? I think so. Yeah. This is the one that, yeah. yeah. So I think that was like probably the one thing people, it, it may got up to a rocky start with all the crashes. Once that got settled in, I think it was a good season. Maybe I, one I, of the best, I've, like, I've really enjoyed the season. I, I know the birth of my, my, my baby sock that I uh, kind of was, I was still playing, still playing a little bit, but like five months ago, I wasn't playing as every day as I have been lately. Uh, this mm-hmm. season has really been the season that after kind of being really big on this game for like all spring, once like most early summer, I wasn't as into this game. I was, I mean, I was just playing other things. Baldur's Gate was coming out. Uh, just, just was busy, you know. Uh, but this season just really cemented my love for the game again. Like I have just been all in. Right. On, learning a new Civ felt really good. It, it's, and, and the fact that I know that people are flocking to the game. I've been seeing posts on Reddit, uh, time and time again, people coming in and joining the game. And I have, I've had interactions with people in the game, in game, where they, someone asked me like, "What I do wrong? Like, what can I do?" And I was like, "Well, I, you did this and that, but you should check out the Griabara. You should check out." Like the extra sheep, go shout check out, out the, the communities and get involved. And it was kind of fun. I actually did shout out the Griabara, this random guy. Gotcha. Shout out, appreciate it, appreciate it. Shout out, you know, everybody. Uh, yeah, this it's been a, it's been fun to see with like the Xbox release. It was just everyone just flocking to this oh, game. Yeah, I feel like yeah. this game. Forgot about that. For a game that had yeah. a bad start, this is like doing so well. And I think this this uh, I saw a thing. I think someone posted. Was it in our our uh, extra sheep chat that Grubby might be coming back to the game for a little bit with yeah. the expansion? Yeah. Yeah, with Viper. 
with Viper too. That yeah. is huge. Because honestly, yeah. Grubby was the streamer who I watched the most when I was looking at this game and wanting to play. I watched Grubby a lot too. Yeah. Uh, I was I, I, my my favorite streamer, Arios, who plays a bunch of other games usually, was playing this game for a day, and I just kind of saw him play, it, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like I saw him put up a bunch of uh, expos on a on a stone wall, and I remember playing Age Empires three and Empires two, and be like, "You can put guys on walls now. That's so cool. I want to do that." Uh, the game looked really cool, and then I saw looking at other streams because he only played just for like a day or two with some friends. But I wanted to take a look at like actual streamers of this game because it just looked really fun. And Grubby was the name that was one of the top streamers at the time, uh, just from the time zone mm-hmm. I was in. It just kind of worked out. I love the way he broke. I mean, as far as like a guy who is a content creator and a player, I thought his was some of the best content. The way he just described things, the way he explained the math behind certain decisions. I just, I really loved his style of stream. It's actually a shame we don't have more of that because he was really good at uh, breaking stuff down like that. Like I, I should try and do better at being like that, but he's just a high level player at those kind of things. Uh, For him and like Viper to come back, like that tells you this game's in a good spot. I hope Viper stays. I doubt it, but I hope he stays. I hope That'd so. be cool. I hope, yeah, I hope Grubby think, plays more often. I hope, I mean, if it's not every day, yeah, I, hope, I hope they both yeah. like dab Grubby, a little bit more. He's going crazy in Dota. Yeah, Man, I've been noticing going, that. I'm still followed him. I almost, I almost yeah, unfollowed because I, I just don't care yeah. about Dota, but Dota on Warcraft, I don't have the heart to do it. Warcraft 3. But yeah, the Viper, Viper was probably one of the people, like, that was the first player I recognized. Like, I know there was even a pro scene in Age of Empires, and I heard like Viper was like a pro. I'm like, how are you a pro? player i don't get how you do that and i watch his i watch his gameplay and i say oh okay there that's we go how, that's, yeah. that's, how they, that's how they are yeah. that's how they are okay now it makes yeah. sense but yeah well, he was a he was his dog man on this season uh season five uh, my thoughts like this introduced gazi raiders and gulam like mm-hmm. oh yeah I think we forget that it was yeah. it was such a cool season because there were no new sieves introduced but mm-hmm. the things that they introduced shook up the sieves so much right. um this was the first season i believe that had the two spears two archers spawning uh on military wing openings for abbasid where before oh, yeah. it was just boot camp that you got same thing with the traders from trade wing uh which made those two wings very viable mm-hmm. in feudal where mm-hmm. military was always an afterthought because of course you're either going eco or culture um also the this is the season that uh preservation of knowledge um, decreased the age up cost that's such a i love i love mm-hmm. what that does to abbas sorry not to take over for a second just mm-hmm. i love that now abbas it has that's why i've loved the sip so much coming into the season like you have eco wing if you want to go town centers you've got military wing if you're going to get pushed early and you need to like defend stuff off and you've got uh preservation of knowledge if you want a fast castle and then trade wing if First you need to go trade I, it, it's just First it's so credit. good oh man all i just love that now which is fantastic yeah. uh yeah um for me it's been a pretty good season uh i hit diamond last season i nice. got to grind for this during this week I want to hit it again this season. I got up to plat three. You're I think so I got good. one or two okay. games away. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought for a moment I was gonna. I thought I was like like rubbing shoulders with plat two. I thought I was gonna get there. Then I had that terrible day. I thought for a moment like, man, I'm on a winning streak. Abbott's feeling good. Like I thought I was gonna get the plat three. I was like, it's my it's time. I'm like I'm ready to to ascend in this game a little bit and become like an actual good guy at this game. And then I I didn't. You can do it. I'm listen, not flat. I'm still in plat. Listen, boys. What are you guys going to do for next season? I'm sorry. I'm 
Next season, like, uh, Jim, what, what's your Diamond. ending rank? Okay, Diamond. I'd love to end Diamond. Um, Side three. Side, can, we three. Side, can we meet him? I think you can meet him, man. Let's let's just he, he, we, go, we can Diamond? meet him there, in Diamond. Listen, gonna, I feel like that's we go hard enough. I feel we can do it, gentlemen. Join me. Listen, we're at a point now. We we are setting a standard in the community. We got to be dogs now. Okay, we got to kick. I know. I we know. I get, hate that I'm like. I'm, just, I'm cutting off video games. Besides AOE four, I'm going in. I'm diving. I said the same thing last year. Every season, but I'm, I mean this now. I've finally moved into like like a permanent place where I was bouncing oh, yeah. between like residences yeah. throughout the last season. Uh, so I'm You're playing ready. every day now. Like oh, I wasn't ready. able to play every day. Like I'm looking back at my AOE four world. I only played one game over the past week. We've been talking this entire time. I've booted the game up. I'm ready. Like I'm like, I'm trying to get in. Let's go. I, like, I, I usually play Mondays, uh, Wednesdays and Fridays. I usually play. Then I'll play on Saturdays more often than not. And sometimes on Sunday on a podcast day, sometimes I will. Sometimes I won't. Depend, depends on the week. Uh, but I usually am getting three days a week. And I, sometimes I'll mix in other streams with like other games, but I have been grinding the AOE harder more than not. And I, I really thought I was going to get to plat three this year, this week. Uh, Diamond sounds tough. Uh, that sounds tough. It, I, I love, I love, I love Alistair Nevels. When you said like you're going all in, that just reminded me of like, like just zero 30 going dark. Like that, that's all I heard. <laughs> that's all I heard yeah, from you. That's real. all I heard. I've uninstalled every game. Locking in, man. You got to realize that the the difference between plat one and plat two is the same it's difference like as plat two and diamond one. Yeah, like, mm, I want okay. to plat two is a hundred. Plat two to diamond one is a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the fact that so, it's a fifty, it's like, a 50 okay. jump is like nothing. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I am like eager to get into plat three because I, I feel like I'm just Listen, I'm like boys, right there. I'm like right there on the fourteenth when you boys are done with working, man. Join me. Let's get it. <laughs> We're going in on the fourteenth. Now, now here's a question though. It's going to be tough because we're going to have so many new sibs and new matchups to do. So the question is, would it be better to stay with an old sib and just grind out that against a bunch of guys on new sibs? Or would it be better to pick up the new sib and be off meta from what people are used to and go that variants, All the variants? (laughs) Going with variants. That's what it's got. I'm going to go because I know a little bit of French. So I'll just go Jonah Arc. Basically French. Yeah, dude. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Close enough. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna be yeah, Japanese. Yeah. I think I'm gonna be the Gilded HRE boys. And I think I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna stick with some Abbasid. I think I've been having so much Abbasid fun with amazing. that. I don't want to abandon it. Like on certain maps, I think I'm gonna keep up with Abbasid. Yeah, yeah. Give their cousins another. Place oh, we didn't mention this as much, but I think Japanese are gonna be an excellent water sieve. Oh yeah, they mentioned they mm-hmm. have a cheaper or better fishing boats or something like that. I think they're gonna be an excellent yeah. water sieve. They didn't give details, but something yeah. about improved fishing. No, no details by any of this. They mentioned like getting like, like maybe I think it was cheaper fishing ships. They mentioned getting them out faster. So I bet they're okay. gonna look cool. I bet they're gonna look a little different. They're gonna look pretty sweet. I'm excited for that. I'm excited. Japanese right. gonna be the best. Well, Okay. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm really excited for this, this season to end. I'm also still glad I've got another couple days to kind of keep enjoying what I've been enjoying. It's been a good time. Mm-hmm. But uh, that said, should we take a quick break and uh, get on to our Reddit posts? All right, sorry. Very yeah, good. Let's do it. All right. I am gonna go get some water for real because I am. Yeah, parched, like, so like I said, I gotta take a break. <laughs> yes, sir. This 
is your captain speaking. We've just hit our cruising altitude of 10,000 feet, so you are now free to move about the cabin. Though we ask you keep your seatbelt on in case we encounter any unexpected turbulence. It should be pretty smooth flying for the next few hours, so sit back, relax, enjoy the blue skies. It's now safe to use your electronic devices as well, and I'd like to remind you that here on John Dark Airlines, we offer complimentary Wi-Fi. Now that we're on autopilot, I myself will be cracking on my own laptop and playing some Age Empires 4. If anyone else aboard wants to know a good tip on how to play that game, it's super easy. Just build a stable, select it, spam that W key, and then get a bunch of knights. Go and raid your opponent until they surrender. Seriously, super easy. So again, sit back, relax, enjoy the blue skies, and play some AOE, and the flight attendants will be around very shortly to offer our complimentary beverages and Biscoff cookies. Brought to you, of course, for free by our good friends at www.morenights.com. Until then, we have a few hours till we land, so have an enjoyable flight. And we are back. Uh, we were just having an enthralling discussion about pizza and uh, some of our local pizza places. If you want to hear that, you can, of course, uh, join the Patreon and I'll post it on there. So uh, anyways, we've got some Reddit posts to look at. Ooh. And man, I, we were talking about food. I am. I actually am just really hungry. My way. I was about yeah, a mistake. Abs the best of us. All right. I get you. <laughs> First get some one. carbs in for recording. Yes, you guys. I really should. I, the problem is, I'm always really busy right before yeah. this, and I come like rushing home, yeah. and I just don't have time to eat. Uh, the first post is a, a meme. It's like that classic, like uh, the, the meme, the two buff guys, you know, like gripping hands, you know, joining uh, hands. Yeah, joining hands. Uh, the one is the deli flag. It says build a keep as a TC. The other one is the uh, uh, oh, what is this? Build a TC as a keep. That's the Japanese, I believe. Uh, yep. It so is, yeah, yeah, just just wanted to note that you know they're doing some cool things with builder production and. TCs well, and was keeps. There a, was there so. a detail? I remember. So keeps now are like really strong. Well, well, Delhi can uh, make. Yeah, like what? Like, what like, oh, oh, so wait, the TC wait, build a TC as a keep. The daimyo, I, I, I uh -huh. don't know. Yeah, what is that upgrade? What wait, defenses. It yeah, has. it sounds like it turns into like a shogunate castle. Is what it calls it in the end. Yeah. So, okay. So that's, that's keep castle like like tomato tomato. You know, trolley bus. Yeah. Like it's the same thing here. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's not. This is going to be. Oh, because so now they're they're kind of comparing the. Oh, I didn't get the Japanese and Delhi impression. Yeah, they're here. they're comparing mm. they're comparing the fact that like one yeah. is a TC that turns into a keep, the other is a keep that can turn into a TC. Just kind <laughs> of fun. Kind of I, I saw that. Head. I was like, that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's silly. It's it's cool how uh, the devs can continually define new ways to make new civs that are very asymmetric. I mean, think of this compared to AOE two, right? Like. Yeah. there's still so many more options. I, I have no doubt they could still add more sieves and keep them. We were kind of wondering oh, too yeah. before, but in the dark days before we knew this was all coming, we were like, what can they possibly do? Right. What, what new sieves could they make? Like what could, what they're going to run out of ideas, right? No, there's so many things they could they still prove do. They prove their worth. They prove their worth for sure. Like they prove why it's a gap in coding. Like they know what they're doing. They, they <laughs> top comments. They actually really it. funny. The Japanese, we are not the same. <laughs> That's great. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be linked with oh, those guys. And then another one has a French build TC as a machine gun with the red palace bonus yeah. they get. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I seen that in the tournament scene. That That's nuts. Crazy. Actually, for anyone who doesn't know, that is nuts. Uh, if you guys don't, yeah. anyone, any listeners who maybe are lower level and don't know much about French, French have the red palace right, which is just insane Gatling gun shooting out. I think Arbitrie shots. Yeah. Uh, insane. When they get that upgrade, their TCs fire those shots too. 
which is yep. nuts. But basically, the initial yeah. one shot is an arm shot. Not yeah. all of them. But not not all of them. But like oh, still, okay. still, Red still. Is all of them. Yeah, There's, but still, a TC but having that one initial shot. I mean, that's still. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's some yeah. serious damage. I mean, that's armor piercing damage. Very good against rams too. Like it takes rams. Out yeah. Of, like, yeah. Which is a that's an issue. Anyways, that wasn't much I had on. I just thought that was a funny meme. Uh, there have been a lot of memes lately. It's getting hard to find good discussions on the subreddit, so they, everyone's really getting kind of fun. Uh, this is the next one from uh, Cranksignig. Uh, he says, make keeps great again. I've been playing a couple of team games recently, and on, this is a discussion. We're not, I don't necessarily agree with this take. It just This is just the take. I've uh, been playing a couple of team games recently, and on several occasions had my boiling oil upgraded keeps sieged down by melee armies. To me, it seems that this should not be so easy, and at least you should need siege to bring down a keep that has boiling oil. So, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, oil, boiling oil used to be a lot better and a little bit cheaper, I think, and it got nerfed pretty heavy. Uh, boiling oil is kind of a not that it's useless, but not nearly as good as it was. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I've definitely noticed this where keeps don't feel as tough anymore. I think overall, it's kind of a good thing. I like it. Uh, makes it easier to kind of dive in and, you know, the, you don't get into gridlocks quite as much. But at the same time, I understand if you're going to be able to put if you're going to put in now 900 some odd stone to get a keep, it's now more expensive. It'd be nice if those upgrades were a, had a bit more punch. I, I get what he's saying. Like if you had just a bunch of like mm-hmm. horsemen torching down your keep, that'd feel kind of bad. I get that like that. So I think there is a balance. Maybe the pendulum swung just a little far or maybe if boiling oil yeah. is going to be as expensive as it is, maybe it should do a little bit more. So if you are going to invest that money resources into it, it is at least worth that. I don't know. I could I could see an argument for that. I don't think I want keeps to go back to being 800 or whatever stone. I like the 900. I do think boiling oil could use a bit of a buff personally. Even if you want to keep the price increase on that. What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, I, I would say I'll probably say I agree with you. I see where they're coming from with like, because boiling oil used to be insane uh-huh. prior. Like, I mean, you like say you like you rush down to keep with men in arms. Like you turn boiling oil, turn boil oil. I can't whoa, my head stroke. Boiling there. Turn oil. Boil, turn boiling oil on there, and then like you fight with your keep, and it will literally turn the tide of battle. I get, I get where he's coming from because you know, like I get actually what you're saying, sock about if you're going to make it more expensive and make the the technology cost more. Then like maybe either keep the same, like make it now, like you're paying for the quality, like you're paying for all that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like it did kind of like turn games into like a like a stalemate underneath the keep. Cause like really, like a lot of times, like, you know, you would not you wouldn't even think to rush your army. You just like kind of just hang out and make towers and then wait for yeah. your trenches to come up. And it'll kind of be like a little bit of pause and maybe bring down momentum of a game. Especially like lower league, because a lot of times, you know, a lot of times the people kind of forget about going around keeps. Sometimes me, like I like stop mm-hmm. at a keep, but I can't go around it. Yeah. But like a lot of times, you know, you, you'll focus so heavy on getting down a keep that you'll kind of just stay stagnant while you wait for trebuchets to come up, do the G move or get invisibility. Mm-hmm. So like it is. So like now, given more, like it's not completely done, but it can. Like if you have the mass, it can be towards. It can be just like straight up ran down by horsemen or knights or men at arms. So I see both sides, but if you ask me, I lean more towards where the keeps are at now because I wasn't a big fan of like yeah, keeps are keeps. fine. Yeah, that's, I think keeps yeah, are fine. Like, like, yeah, because yeah, like, yeah, like, before, remember, they were like, they were, everyone just pre-built keeps on resources like ahead of time. Yeah, like, yeah. And that was like, then uh, it was just a big thing. So I think they're, at, I think they're fine. I but, think they're in a know, good I spot. I do kind of, I do kind of miss 
I would almost be willing to up the price on boiling oil a little bit more, but at least make I, I would I would like to see a little bit of a buff to that, just a little bit to make that feel tiny bit. Yeah, sure, but yeah. increase the price a little bit too. I I think the price should be steep. Like I don't think anyone should. I don't want yeah, it to street pop in. And I think maybe boiling oil. I don't know if it's per. I think once you get it, it goes to all keeps. I think maybe you do it by keep. No, I, I don't believe. I, I think it's keep by keep. I think is it's it a keep by keep, keep or is it? I'm pretty sure it's Believe for so. all of I them. think it's a tech. It's, it's a, a tech. tech not it's a tech. Yeah. Oh, really? So it goes to uh-huh. everything. I, I think you should. Oh, I, so think, I think yes. So I'm I think thinking make fine. it. I'm thinking make it a instead of a tech maybe or maybe maybe increase the cost, make it more powerful, or make it an upgrade for a keep. I think that's yeah, expensive. If you make it as an emplacement on an emplacement. Yeah. Band, oh, I didn't not know it was powerful. a tech. I thought it was like so. It's, it's not like a bombard emplacement. No, like, no, it's a tech that all whoa. keeps get. What? So it is worth picking up. It is worth picking up. But, it, but the radius has gotten a lot smaller. It it's it's just doesn't feel as worth. i mean i if i have if i'm an imperial i will pick it up but it doesn't feel as impactful as it because in castle age back in the day you pick that up on your keeps and you put the investment into it it made a difference like they had to then seed your keeps down they couldn't mm-hmm. just rush you with a bunch of spears and knock it down like they can they can yeah. basically do that right now because they can just torch it down now uh yeah, i i would like to see numbers. as an emplacement maybe so you can I don't know. I, I just like to see it be a little more useful because I like having the option. I like having options in the game. I also understand why they did nerf it in the first place. I don't want to yeah. just undo that either because right? I don't want to go back to what it was. I think we can continue to improve it, but that's a discussion to be had there, I think. Yeah. All right. Next on the list. Um, we're just cranking through one red flag with this uh, next Reddit post. This is an issue. I'm Again, saying. yeah, I, I'm pulling these Reddit posts. I don't necessarily mean I agree with any of these thoughts, but uh, any counter against horse rush? That, uh, that's the right. First thing I'm saying, they're playing on Black Forest. That's just this is a no go. This is the first <laughs> issue right here. You don't want to be on this on Black forest. forest. Exactly. This is insane. Like this is what kind of listen, this is about Black Forest is a man. This is not a horse rush. Thing. This is an end of game imperial everything it's, all in rush. Uh, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like a black. Forests or some kind of crazy team game mosh pit of just horses. Uh, and it says any counter against the horse rush. And I just kind of saw it. I was like, I'll just put it on here and just see what we think about it. Because obviously the counter to horse rush is obviously spears or Janissaries. Okay, wait. I'm, I'm looking at OP clarifies further into the thread. Uh, someone's like, what do you mean by rush? <laughs> The, time, the clock says 40, 40 minutes. Plus minutes. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it was the fifth time they came in, and I called it a rush because they rushed in with 100 units. This is actually harder to like really like break down how to do this than said. Like, I mean, like it's easier said than done because, like, when you get horsemen rushed, especially knights of this magnitude through your base, like, you can mass out spheres, but the amount of damage into your right. economy. It's like it is kind of hard to give mm-hmm. a definitive answer how to like get rid it's, of it. It's like, what do you do against forty Rams? Right, don't you let, don't let them be at forty Rams. Yeah, don't let them be forty Rams. Forty minutes. Why haven't you pressured them to, yep. so that they don't yep. have a hundred Royal Knights running through your base? Yeah, it's like, how do I Where stop my opponent walls? from getting a million yeah. Delhi elephants and tearing my stuff down? I actually almost stopped it with gunners. I, I, had, I did a two v two team game. It was awful. I lost. I creamed the, the first guy Aaron my wife was playing we were doing 2v2s and she got destroyed but I ran down this deli guy's base almost entirely he went imperial back in his opponent his friend's base 
and somehow uh, had the resources to pump out like person. a million elephants. And I held for another 20 minutes before he finally got me. And I just, like, I, I, I just couldn't keep up. So he might bad. use the landmark that allows him to produce elephants. I think he had to have. I think yeah. that's what it was. And I, I, yeah. I saw it, and I just just ran out of steam because he had he had built enough elephants within five minutes of me tearing his whole base down for me to get to the southern map. It was like if it was a one v one, I'd have had him. But because I was doing, I basically was playing a two v one. I was really mad. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. So the, the answer is don't let them get that many elephants. Don't let them get that many rams. Don't let them build that many horsemen. If you're going that long yeah. in the game. Don't let them get that leverage. And that's, of course, I'm saying this is way easier said than done. But at that point, like you should be spamming as equal number of things as well. And hopefully stonewalling in your base and going into theirs instead. Like you just you just got to win the game at that point. You just got to outplay them. And uh, yeah. when you get to that point, no amount of spears in the world are going to stop that many units at once. And you don't play Black Forest. And don't play Black right, Forest. This, yeah. yeah, you're going to be upset. Jeez, you're going to be upset at some point playing this map. You're going to be upset. Like I'm, I'm looking at how the map laid out. Like they pretty, they pretty much like got control. They have them all back into the, their base, starved out. Yeah, like this, this is, not, is this is this you don't is, stop this ram rush. This is you just lost the game. Yeah, this is a rough map to go through. This and I think anybody be going through this. Like if you're not walled off properly, yeah, like this is just this is rough. It's like they had them walled in. Yeah, it's a rough game. Our next one, our next question is actually for our resident Ottomans main. Um, someone Ooh. at Imperatoris AOE. Uh, wanted to know, how do you deal with very late game Ottoman comp? Yes, I know. Some people think, well, don't let the Ottoman reach the stage unharmed. Sure. Now I'm playing mostly free for all. So sometimes you just end up with the Ottoman in final. Then I struggle a lot with them. What would you do when he spams Janissaries, Men at Arms and Great Bombards? I was playing China. My Cav became pretty useless and they wouldn't beat the Jans in large numbers. Obviously, my infantry didn't really stand a chance either while my range were decimated quite rapidly through. They traded well. Not sure my nest of bees were dealing some damage, but I could never reach those freaking bombards. And they would eventually beat my army. He had two Rebaldoquin just nearby. Note, I was attacking his wonder, so he had a close reproduction and support from defensive buildings. Really, I can't see how to deal with this comp. Of course, he mixed in a couple of other units, but that was for that was his main comp. I feel this is the only Civ I have no idea how to deal with. Maybe some extra sprinkles would have helped to deal with the bombards, but I have the feeling that they would have been eaten alive anyways. So yeah, I guess maybe Beal... Late in the game, when I've noticed this too, when you let when when Ottoman starts fielding a bunch of bombards and they have like some Janissaries, it does feel pretty hard to get in there and take care of stuff. What what are you seeing that's most effective, Bill? Yeah, um, I mean it's a good point that he's talking about uh, free for all because otherwise it's like yeah, don't don't let Ottoman, them don't let them build that many elephants, rams, yeah. bombards, etc. Yeah. Right. With, with their comp, and he's also not mentioning, they probably had a couple Imam in there with the AoE heals as mm. well. That makes the late game auto comp really good now. Um, but honestly, Janissaries, Men at Arms, Great Bombards, you've got a, uh, I mean, you can go crossbows, long crossbows and Jugs. I mean, this dude is China. Um, Zhug News will eat up the Janissaries, crossbows eat up the men at arms. You can add in a nest of bees, uh, but do have multiple sprinkles for the great bombards? I mean, they do take a while to build and they do cost a lot. But if you use your um clockwork siege workshop to create clockwork sprinkles, uh, with the extra HP, they're gonna survive. A little longer. I mean, bombards can one-shot normal sprinkles. I don't know if they can do clock tower sprinkles. 
Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I mean, if he's got like eight great bombards, now you're kind of in trouble. Um, his spread formation, though, get the Zhugs on the Janissaries, crossbows on the men at arms, or just, you know, build up some static defenses and uh, mass fire lancers and just try to landmark snipe them. <laughs> Oh man, nothing's worse than getting landmark lance landmarks oh, yeah. by a bunch of fire lancers. It's one of the <laughs> worst feelings in this game. I might too, Bill. It's hard to give advice on free for all. Like I don't know. Like I, I'll be like, dude, I don't know. Like I play free fall. By the time you get to the late game, like everybody's just so it's almost you gotta like just keep your eco going. It almost becomes all about eco at that point, and then production. Yeah. Just always be producing. Always have eco. Yeah. Don't go below 100 villagers because uh, I've noticed a couple of games that I've gone late that I've played recently in just team games. If I'm sitting at like 60 some odd vills or 70 vills, I've lost 20 or something like that because of a raid. I'm dying like I, you got to get back. Oh, in yeah. You can't let your eco lag. It's like that's like a like literally name of the game of AOE 4 period. Like once your ego really falls under. Whew, yeah. Yeah. It's a rough one. It's a rough way to come back. Our, uh, our next discussion here. Um, this is a fluffy post. I like this from Al Posen. Um, I'm sure if anyone who's been following this community very, very closely, I'm sure you've heard about Beastie Cuties color tier list. Um, oh, yes. I watched and it. This is, this is a meme of the guy trying to like explain on the board and he's writing really fast. It's like plat players explaining why green is the best color after watching Beastie Cuties video. <laughs> and uh, I definitely mm. feel the sentiment behind this post. Honestly, I'm just going to say it. Unless you're colorblind, which some people are, but in general, I don't think the color you pick makes a freaking darn difference in the game. No. I really don't. I, hey, take, I don't think it makes a difference. Anyone saying otherwise I, is just peddling something. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I disagree with BC. I don't care if green or green or blue because they blend in. Bull crap, dude. Bull crap. I, you can see the units. It, I, it, sorry, they're, they're bright neon colors, and it's going to depend on what biome you're, biome you're on and whatnot. Like, I, I don't think it matters. I'm a teal bro for life sue me just saying pick a color you want don't let don't let med it's like those people who picked in fortnite you always chose like uh female skins because they think the hitbox is somehow smaller smaller yeah see if you are a (laughs) color like worship guy and you are like i have to pick this color because that's what the right the 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 science no you're just like one of those people who picks the female skins just because you think the hitbox is somehow better that is so dumb it is the, the i just can't see you getting any benefit from it just pick your favorite color gosh okay rant over there you go that's my, not, that's my hot take. listen man i think i kind of disagree oh no like listen oh no you're one of them you're listen, one of them listen 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 i think the from like b to like c like you know, well like uh what's that the d like okay i think like the middle ones like you know yellow orange purple pink and light like teal i don't think those really matter for the most part but one thing i will some things i can't agree with i do really believe that the worst color in the game to play like like is red i think red is the most visibly like if you if your opponent like for example i realize that a lot of pro players like for example the muslim he plays always when he's not playing a team game which he doesn't ever really he always keeps his um his colors in the ui on on team based rather than unique mm. So no matter what, like, so he'll still, he say he's playing a water map, but he can still choose blue or choose another color, green, for example. But when the game spawns, maybe the enemy, the opponent will see him as green, but he will see himself as blue and the opponent as red, no matter what color they choose. 
And red is so easy to spot on the map. Like, say, for example, like you say you have your uh, map UI blown up to the biggest and then you just like it's so hard to creep red in for like a like a raid or something. You will immediately see those red dots pop up like there's no way to camouflage red. Whereas like they say blue is really good on water. If you're playing a water map, choose blue because your opponent is not going to be able to really tell what unit comp you're making or how much you have on the map. Or how much you have on water. You know, green, they say green, you blend in with the berry bushes. Sometimes you might think you're a berry bush. It's like, it's not nothing that's going to make it, but you're not going to be like, oh. That's why HRE's oh, always yellow, so they blend in with the relics. Is that, yo, like, yeah, HRE, <laughs> me, me, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of always choose the color of, like, the flag for the sieve, because that just kind of makes it look more aesthetically pleasing. But I do believe, I don't think it's, like, the way he broke it down in his video was, like, Dude, listen, bro, I'm still going to get cooked no matter what color I'm telling you. It's like, depending on what I'm playing. If you're playing bad, you're playing bad. If you're playing good, you're playing good. Color really doesn't come. I just don't see it being a big enough. Like, I, I, I don't doubt you, that maybe it is a, a little shot. bit. One day, but... give it a shot. Put it on uh, just like team-based colors for one game. And I like, play every time you play a let game, me, no matter what, they're always this, red. Chanel, let me rephrase this. Um, if you're losing a game in this game, it's not because of the color you picked. I got to find any reason possible why I'm losing, okay? <laughs> I got to find any reason there is. I'm finding any scapegoat, any excuse. Bill, so Bill, Bill. You're the arbiter you here. The odd job. You, you played with the odd job every time uh, on GoldenEye when you were a kid, right? You're the, you said, you you said, said what odd job? <laughs> I remember job. on GoldenEye 64, uh, I guess I'm dating myself. But <laughs> I, all the I really want to be there for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but odd job was literally like half a hitbox smaller because he was oh, like a little geez. midget. Oh, oh, and oh, so time, of course. That's me. That one guy who would come over <laughs> only play odd job and he was the only character that was shorter than all of the other characters. Oh, dude, that's beautiful. Oh, yeah, now you're talking about, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, bro, yeah, me, I dude, that. I was a I remember it. As a child, dude, I almost got choked out of so many sleepovers, man, because yeah. I'm playing, I'm screen peeking, I'm doing everything <laughs> I gotta do to win, man, okay? I gotta do what I gotta do, man, all right, dude? Listen, man, anyway, you can have an advantage. So, 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 Bill, what, 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 what do you weigh in on this? I fall, uh, I fall down in uh, Socrates' court on this. Yeah, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to... Ever, Ever really been an issue, although in AOE 2, I know they had gray as Ooh, one of the colors. That would be, that's that's that would be something. Was tough. That one's that'd actually be, tough. You're like, oh, he surrendered. Wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> that'd be horrible, dude. I wouldn't, mind, so I wouldn't mind like a black. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Would, like it wouldn't be good like, on like Hollow's Hearth. Hollow's Hearth would be uh, a bit, a bit oh, rough. Be, but yeah. but like, otherwise, I mean, that'd be kind of a fun, that'd be a fun color to have. Yeah, that, I feel like that's like an elite army. Like that look like uh, I don't know if you guys watch Game, Game of Thrones, like the Unsullied. Like uh, that'd be like a nice little black would be cool. I think white or gray. That's too much to surrender. Yeah, no, that's like, yeah, dude, dude. I'd be like, oh, what's going on? Why is the game cut out and they're still attacking me? But in games, that would be horrible. You're like, oh, where'd you go? Yeah, <laughs> like, that'd be rough. That'd be rough. But yeah, no, I, 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 I didn't. I mean, I'd be mean, kind of silly. I'd be color matters. Yeah, honest. I really don't think. I, I think it's definitely. <laughs> kind of funny that it's blown up so much because i'm just like really like guys this there does not matter that much I, I know and I, you know i don't you can say anything <laughs> i i like tim referenced it i was listening back to our episode a little bit and he referenced that like the best players aren't always necessarily the best content creators and vice versa and yeah. I, it definitely is true nothing and nothing against beastie like i i, I wish him he's a good well. content he's creator a, though he's an, 
to me, he's an okay content creator. I, I, I don't love his stuff, but I definitely see he is the best player in the game, and he does have he's a lot of good insight. He's not on this podcast, I guess. I guess. We lost him. I would love to have him on here. We lost him. I would love to have him on the podcast. He would be excellent. I just, I don't know. This, this, this thing I, in particular is just kind of funny to me. It's but very it's, rare any game that, like, the best player is, like, the biggest streamer, too. I feel like a lot of it goes like there is like uh for example like Marine Lord he's I probably think he's the best but like he really just streams his tournament games and that's about it. It's to prove he's not cheating because people probably are like this is cheating. After no. all stuff with B, yeah. him. Oh yeah, that's a, that that's, was a that that was a classic right there. I don't know. So I, I guess I guess my my problem is I don't like the way the community treats some of the top players like when they say something like that. Like obviously he's probably oh, yeah. being. I would think that B was being. I mean not B. Sorry, Beastie. Like, obviously, he said, like, yeah, this is a consideration, I guess. But then I would imagine he's not thinking that, like, everyone needs to suddenly play as green and blue. And then everyone seems oh, like, not that everyone's like doing that, this, but then everyone's going to. I know there have been people and maybe people who listen to this podcast who are like, have only done green and blue because of that then. Oh, 100%. And it's like, dude, like, guys, I, I promise you. And I know I'm not the best player in the game. I get it. I get it. But hear me out. I don't think it matters that much. Like, there's, I have seen no scientific research on as to why. I, I, until AOE four world shows me, I can see a page showing wins percentage by color. They should actually do that. <laughs> I won't believe it until I see it. Now, now if they post that and suddenly it's a thing and suddenly I have to completely eat my words, I get it. But then again, I would argue that uh, causation and correlation are not the same thing here. Just yeah, I realize that Beastie's like the top zero 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 one percent of the yeah, game. If you like, lose to Beastie, it's not because yeah, like, your color. Like it just yeah, isn't gonna yeah. be that. Yeah. He's like, not he's winning because he's picking green. He's, he's winning because he's yeah. just incredibly good. Okay. BC do one thing on a ranked tournament match, and you see it twenty times in a ladder. Like it's just, it's just how it is. It's just, you know what I'm saying? These are just our idols. These are our heroes. I don't know if I'd go that far, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I I was serious. I, I mean, I'm coming across as like a beastie hater. I'm really not. Yeah, I really, not, I really, scratch him off the guest list. Scratch he's him a off great the guest guy. List. I'm fun. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he just isn't my favorite streamer personally. He's great though. He's such a good player. He's phenomenal. Like, like all power to him. All right. I respect him. He, he stuck. He stuck through the Doom Ages. He stuck. Yeah, he did. Improper. Yeah, you know what? He did. Complete another props to him. I, I, I got. I got respect for him. Maybe he had inside knowledge though. Who knows? That's the conspiracy theory. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, okay. We're not getting him, man. We're not getting uh, him now. I guess. I guess I scared him off. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I'd be amazed if he's even. Again, I'd be amazed if he's even listened to our podcast. If, if you Never are there, Beastie, uh, we'd love to have you on the show. Send us a, a anything. We'll just just reach out. We'll we'll, we'll say yes. <laughs> All right. Never. Pl- uh, next next post here is uh, never played in any AOE. Is this is it too late to start? Someone posted this and they said update. Yes. Uh, the big thing is I want to say the update was thanks. Bought the bought four on Steam and playing the Art of War training until I get silver on all of them. Uh, they are. Uh, I, 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 put, I put this here just mostly to kind of show that like this game is growing. And I just this is one I of those it. things I saw that I was like, oh, wow, like we really are getting an influx of new players. And the release of the update, the expansion hasn't even hit yet. Like mm. we're still like days away. So I I don't know. It just made me happy to see that people are coming to the game. Uh, I remember those dark days. We were getting worried. Sir Neville's was like the one guy who was uh, like, like, like shouting, like, "Oh, it's happening! It's happening!" But I felt like he was like that meme where I, like he's got the happy face mask on, but he's like crying underneath the mask. You know, that was that was kind of Sir Neville's like trying to like fight the fight the doom and gloom there. But uh, yeah, was back in my paranoia, schizophrenic days, and I was just like the but, dude just yelling outside the minute. Uh, think about where this game was back in like like April. 
I mean, we're yeah, so, it's a rough. so it's much better. better. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah. April that was like a big. Well, whatever the, whatever the, whatever the layoffs, April. the layoffs yeah. that's April, that was, that was, right. March, that was, that April. was, yeah. that was the yeah. lowest point of the layoff. Well, then, we then, like, then throughout over. June, like, like May and June, it was getting kind of rough. It was like, there was some definitely doom and gloom. And then I remember when the event came by the, uh, what was it? That's the event that was, that we were expecting the announcement and it didn't come. Oh, oh the Xbox event. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude, I was talking, I was talking crazy about that. Event. Yeah. yeah. I was talking crazy. And I remember I watched that in theater and I was like, Oh God. <laughs> I was like, this is not looking good. But yeah, no, it's in a good spot. And I think one of the oh, big yeah. things, like he's he was asking, like, I want to give this game a shot, but I don't want to be stomped by people. And it's like, yeah, come to AoE four. Uh people who play AoE two uh have been playing for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, she might be too yeah. late AoE two. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm, I'll say it. It's a little bit late to jump on the AoE two bandwagon. It really is. Like you're not going to get super competitive in that game. The guys who been playing that have been playing for as long as I've been alive at this point, almost. Uh, not that you can't enjoy AoE 2. I mean, everyone should go and enjoy AoE 2 if mm-hmm. they want to. Like, it's a great it's game. I uh, highly recommend the campaigns. Game. The campaigns yeah. alone make it worth it. So definitely yeah. do that. But I'm looking, AoE 4, I'm looking at the I mean, last statement. He asks if it's better to play AoE 2. Ooh. Ooh, I, don't uh, I would say I would toxic. say I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I think AoE 4 is better. I, I've been saying that for a while. I think this update cements that. And this update is an excellent window for people to get in on the game because mm-hmm. everyone is going to be starting fresh again. Now, I noticed myself that learning Abbasid did not take that long for me. Um, I was able to pick it up pretty quickly. I think that's a testament to how far I've come in the last year as a player. Like I can pick up a sieve and, you know, actually start playing. I, I've seen I played against it enough. I kind of know what's up, you know, uh, with some help from friends, of course. But I, yeah. with brand new sieves and really new sieves and mechanics that mm. nobody knows, the meta is going to be up in the air until BC comes out and says something. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> the Lord we BC got some time. This away. is a great time to get in on the game because of yeah. that huge meta shift we're about to have. We're at, this is going to be the biggest shift in meta that we've seen since release almost. Like flat oh, out. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. And no, no comparison. Yeah, and I, and I think, uh, like he said, he wanted to know if it's better to play AoE 2. Just like, sometimes, man, just don't look at the numbers. Everybody looks at AoE 2 has triple the amount of players. Is it better to play AoE 2? Like, you know what, man? Just look at it, man. Just AoE, AoE 4 is a new kid on the block. You know, it's going to be hard to kind of get in and rub elbows with the vets. You know, but uh, yeah, if you ask me, I mean, the first comment I see on this Reddit post is you're going to get wrecked in both for a while. And either <laughs> way, either, either one you play, you're going to get... Yeah, like, it's going to be... It's a It's a... It's a trial by fire with AOE four. Yeah, if one never played RTS before, oh, you got to put in your <laughs> yeah, your licks. You're yeah. speaking to somebody who's their first RTS ever. I'm telling you, it was a rough go at it, but I stuck <laughs> with it, and I it's a very enjoyable experience. The one thing I will say, probably about the AOE two community and for is that everyone is super welcoming and willing to help. So, like you know, if you just find a Discord or something. Just find somebody to like practice back and forth with. You'll be smooth. Like, you know, like everyone, everyone, like this is like, like for new players is a super welcoming community more than any other community. I feel like, yeah, it's pretty crazy because you see like people posting, complaining about toxicity and like people being like in multiplayer matches. And then you got to realize like that only happens less than like, yeah, the first time. That is that's yeah, a rare such an outlier that it is. When you come from the, the hard streets of FPS, listen, this is this, <laughs> whew, this is a glory. I, you play horrible. Somebody just like GG. You're like, oh, thank you. So I really tried. Thank yeah. you. And he then some of us may even give you tips. Like, man, maybe if you just kind of protect your trade better, they'd be like, yeah, but like, you know what, man? You're right. 
Nothing better than losing a game and you guys have a dialogue on why you lost. Right. That's where I've that's made friends. Really I've made yeah. friends with people while talking about that. Like, I, I think of like, again, I'll shout out. This is the second episode in a row I've shouted out Papa Bear, but uh, he was one of those guys who was like, yo, what did I do wrong? Or what did I, we, we chatted like it was a good game. And now I, yeah. I've got I've got a friend, you know, he's in the discords. He's in, he's listening that's to the beauty. podcast probably right the now. Like, game. Yeah, that, that's the beauty of this game in this community is that it's, it's a great place. And, you know, and people like us make it so much better, right? Right, of right. Like, this is part of the show <laughs> where we uh, oh, pop ourselves yeah, in the yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just awesome. Yeah, we're just awesome that we do. We're just so great. We're so good. We're just great. We're great. No, this this in all seriousness, though, this game and the community around it is really awesome, and it has been one of the reasons I've stuck with it so much myself is that it's just a good place to be. It's fun. Um, next next post. This is really fun. Uh, this is a new meta question mark and uh, gosh, I don't know how to describe this with a podcast viewers. You almost just gotta see it to believe it. This guy, uh, you yeah. know, how you can ag- you can aggress for those who don't. You can make a uh, boar aggro. You can aggro the boar, and then he'll follow whatever attack for a moment. This guy normally the boar doesn't go too far, so he'll aggress and try to attack you, and then go back to his little home spot, kind of like the way the wolves do. You be able to kite wolves all the way back to your base. Now they just kind of go back home. This guy uh, has a wall almost completed. He aggresses the boar and gets the boar to follow his scout into his wall. Then he finishes the wall, and then the boar, in order to get back to its home has to go all the way around, which conveniently Whoa. is back at his town center. And so he kills it right next to his town center and has yeah, a board. Who has time to discover you can do this? <laughs> I, know, like, right? <laughs> I would have never thought to do this. <laughs> me neither, but it's I saw crazy. it. It just made me laugh. I was like, this is so great. That's I insane. love it. That's like, that's like 4,000 food right there. <laughs> Yeah, dude, right into the There's no way you could pull that off in the middle of the yeah, game. Yeah, like, you gotta be by yourself. I've seen a game by himself or with, like, an easy AI. It's gotta be against an AI, yeah. but it's so funny that I would love to see someone That's who hilarious. does pull that off. I mean, not that, it, I mean, he's obviously being joking that it's new meta, but at the same time, like, if you had a close board that's not too far, maybe you could funnel it in. So I don't know. I don't know, but probably not very practical. Um, man, can you imagine if with. Is, that, is that ethical? Is that ethical? Is it ethical? If you were like, ethically hey, you know, sourced? No. Let me throw this to you guys. Would it be would professional scouts be a game changer if you could pick up boar? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yes. yeah. That, yeah. What if 100%. one says, What if like there's like a would that be too much? Would that would that be too un, would that be too broken though? Because that might be professional scouts maybe, right now is yeah. like I think the one of the least used techs in the game, if not the least used tech right now. Would that overdo yeah. it? Because only some civs would benefit from yeah, it too. I, I, hmm. I don't know. Like, I it, it would have had to What's be. What's the it cost be, on that? What's the cost? Yeah, it had to be. You no, know, yeah, it had to be a special take. It is pricey. For your pro- professional professional scout is already super duper expensive as is, and takes a while to upgrade. It, uh, I forget the price of it. But it's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of gold. Professional well, scouts. Like, what is it? Two seventy five gold. You know, maybe um, that's a lot of gold. No one uses it anymore. Even the Malian like meta of using it has died off because it's just too expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be insane, like, if you're against so to, like, deny them, like, that boar and bring it home. There, it'd be really interesting. Like, there's got to be a way to balance that. Yeah, because I, I feel like right now, Professional Scouts is just dead. And I, I feel like I have hounded on this tech for so long. This whole podcast life, I've hounded on this tech because I love it. It just isn't used and it's not viable. Um, yeah. This, this Seeing this, like, little pig pole just makes me think, like, oh, that'd be kind of fun if you could pick up. Like, I mean, because you got a couple problems, right? You still have to kill the boar somehow, right? Before yeah. you can bring it home. So how do you do that? Like, do you send military units nights. over there? Like, a couple yeah. nights. So you can't just do this right off the bat, Probably. right? So that means you probably can't probably just... Probably nights with a scout. 
So that means you're gonna have to get professional scouts to do this later than in theory. So I don't feel yeah, like the yeah. timing push on that would be crazy. You'd have to actually spend a lot of effort to get that board down and then carry it home. I, I don't know. I think up. if you added that as professional scouts, I think, and if you made, and if carrying the board made you really a little slow. other, yeah, tweak to it. I, I think that would be really interesting. Yeah, a little. It'd be kind of fun to watch a little bit of Grand Theft Porky, like yeah, fighting over, <laughs> like fighting and, and, and over and the I think, board. You know, when you pick up the deer, it slows down your scout. I would imagine that if you pick up the board, it would slow your scout down even more. So I think there's ways you can make this maybe a reasonable, and then you could leave the price point where it's at. Because it's already 270 gold. I, I don't know. Yeah, they they, they got to find a reason to make this. Bitterland, if you viable. have any ear on the devs, uh, the, I have an idea. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Bitterland. We love that guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd like that'd be fun. That'd be fun. That's just, that comes to mind because that is a fun. This is the guy drawing the pig over is absolutely hilarious, but. That is insane. Like, a, that's a lot of time. That's a lot so of time. I never thought about doing that. I know. I would. One thing I've noticed actually is that uh, people like drawing the board to aggress other people's villagers, I've noticed more and more. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've never done. Actually, I'll be honest, guys. I just don't do much with the board, like hardly ever. Yeah, um, yeah I need to do more with it. Dude, I I've been about playing Ottomans and Abbasid. So. Yeah, same, same. But like, even oh, when I was yeah. HRE or when I play French, I don't go for board very often. I feel like the only thing that French a little French bit, like French a little yeah, bit, French is pretty good with the board. I don't when I play French, I don't think about it. I think if I think of a sieve that's going to go for board, I think of Roos, and that's about it. Yeah. Most other things I don't think no, typically you, go for you it do too, wanna, too often. You do want to. I mean, yeah, yeah. you yeah. want to take it. Uh, French is a good one for that. French is most good. You want to go out your on knights. the map. Yeah. yeah, your knights can actually just kill it. Oh, yeah, like, besides French up. and Ottoman, or French and uh, Rus, English has got farms at home. They're not going to want to leave their base. Yeah, not really. Yeah, English uh, not really what other things are there? I've seen, I've seen, I've uh, seen Mongols do it. I've seen Mongols, yeah. Mongols, yeah. Yeah. But sometimes, a lot of times, Mongols, they're like, if their gur is like not being used, they'll bring the gur right next to it. They'll move okay. it next okay. to the, uh, with eight vills and just kill it. So, three, right, civs, you know. three civilizations that I know would go for the boar. That's a, mm. I, I can't think of many others though. I mean, I guess China could. I guess you see China do it every now and then. Yeah, I, guess. Yeah, I could see China. Yeah, China, because I mean, that, that food is amazing. control and, and your civilization can take it. Yeah. It's always a good Maybe that's idea. something I need to work on. Maybe I should go for boar more often. Obviously, I've been playing a lot of Abbasid, so I'm not going to get that because I got the berries. But maybe I, when I'm not playing them, I should focus on maybe looking at where that yeah. boar is at. It's tricky, though, because you're usually yeah. you're out in the open, right? And it's really risky. It's a risky food source. But yeah, if maybe you can tower use, it up, like, yeah, tower it up. I really would it's like just, to see professional scouts be able to pick up the boar. And maybe tweak that just a little bit. I think that could be that, that, that open up. There's a good idea in there. Bring yeah. down the movement speed of the scout by uh-huh. like half. It's uh-huh. like super slow coming super back. Super slow, but maybe you got a chance you can like disrupt Roos a little bit because they've been, they're still just so good. If you could just go under mm. Grand Theft Pig, I mean, I'd. Grand, Grand Theft, Theft Pork Chop, man. I'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Porky, Grand Theft Pork Chop. Well, it makes, for such good, it makes for such good uh, TV too. When you're watching a Grand Theft oh, yeah, Edison, it, it's so much fun to watch that. It's so disrespectful. It's so, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's when so it, rude. It's like, excuse I was, me. I was so sad when it was the uh, Malians who had that late, most recently with the, the Venison oh, Boom. Yeah. I was sad that it was Malians, but I was glad to at least see the tech being used. Now it's just not used at all. Um, yeah, not last, really. Last post. Uh, King is so underwhelming. This has come from I am Piro. Uh, King is so underwhelming in the late game as the English King. So I really like playing English Abbey and it's it's pretty good till early castle. And all of a sudden in Imperial, it has like no impact on the game. I know the landmark doesn't need to go be good in all stages of the game, but I hope we get slight buff to a King, maybe like mobile network of castle ability or something. 
I'd love to see it. I can't help comparing it to Khan where it's busted and imp, but yeah, it's it's Khan all right. Wow, this is this English is hard to read a little bit. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's just hard for my brain to focus on it. Um, but anyways, the, the gist of this is that King is underwhelming in the late game. What do you guys think? Because I don't necessarily disagree. Uh, well, I'm looking at the first comment and brought up something. I kind of, I guess yeah. I it was a hot take or not. But he's saying the King is already better than the Council Hall late game. Hmm. So the King makes men at arms spam even more deadly, which I didn't think about. I don't know. The crossbows so, in the Council Hall, though. Yeah. But like, I, mean, I guess, I guess after a while, though, like, it's nice. But like, I, I would assume by, game. yeah, I would assume yeah. by Imperial, you would have enough, you would have enough uh, archery ranges to just, you know, pretty much get the same. Yeah effect from it so i guess i mean I, I would assume that i mean and then also too the king is awesome but the, also the uh abbey of kings i mean the abbey oh yeah i guess it is kings not that means but yeah abbey of kings uh i guess he's I mean, people forget you can also heal up like you can heal well they like, heal off I, the king i don't think they yeah. heal off the landmark anymore oh yeah they, they, they do the oh, the, the landmark does landmark does i saw no, just, they, oh, oh yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah, it just because just a nope, okay. nope. It, that's why the landmark is viable because it does both. Because I saw a blade okay. just a couple days ago, and I, and I actually in the com- I, I put this in the comment like, wow, that does a lot. He had a couple. He was holding off of a Mongols raid, had a couple of spears, and after he fended off the Keshiks, sent his two or three like really weakened spears next to the Abbey, healed them right back up again. And I was like, it was really quick too. And I, I even put his chat like, mm-hmm. man, that's actually really big. And he even said too on his own like, wow. Those spears got healthy like really quick from the Abbey. Like that actually is a really cool thing. So you know, it's it's both. It's both. So are we are we completely disagreeing with this guy? Like actually, <laughs> the king scales better. It might be Arch- okay. Yeah, it might scale better. Yeah, and like it might around better. eventually. You, yeah, you got to get there because yeah, Council Hall is still really good in Castle. Also, to get your yeah um like upgrades faster as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Well, yeah, and not to mention I, like English doesn't exactly need any help in the late game. Yeah, dude, their late game is like their late game is like it's like them and China up mm-hmm. top in late game, and then maybe like uh, Ottomans if they can get rolling with their bombards. Yeah, maybe, actually, maybe, I like, think, I, it's, it's about as good as you can get. I think Abby is better in Imperial. I think Abby would be because like if you like I said if you the way that you brought the point he brought up with the king with the men at arms is actually really good. Like that, I mean, because you can basically infinitely spam out if you have enough farms with enclosures, you can infinitely spam out men at arms, and that king. If you you know, I guess not get them killed, and it's is he does he scale up with um price? Uh, I don't think he prices yeah, up, uh, but I think he does because he's get, pretty cheap. The king is also pretty cheap. Like he maybe before he was kind of like not he's more underwhelming, but also I've seen bills where people go Abbey of Kings and then they go into they make a couple stables and they go into Castle Age and they just like use the king with like ten knights and then just like raid with the king like nonstop. Yeah. I have a lot of fun in English mirrors going Abbey of Kings. Yeah, like, I like I like Abbey of Kings. Drop the King on the longbows. Oh Pretty yeah, dude. oh that's rough. It's it's actually really strong too. So actually, I think the King is, I guess, as a just a single unit, maybe a little underwhelming. But no, I think the King actually scales better, in my opinion. Maybe not. Maybe like for late game, I think it scales better than the uh, Council. Yeah, and I don't think he's scared. I'm looking at AoE 4 World. I don't think he costs more throughout the ages. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he does. He's, he's the they, he, they made him cheaper. Like, he's actually, like, really economical. <laughs> like, Some he's king. a very... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beggar king, dude. This is beautiful, though. 
one thing, like I want to see the Wingard Palace get a little bit, or the Wingard get anymore. That used to be the go-to, and now yeah. the Berkshire. It, it's kind of yeah, like Berkshire. It's a full circle. Swapped. Yeah, it's come full. It's full it, Berkshire was really good, and then the Wingard, the great circle of Berkshire. Yeah, what a time! What a time! All right, guys. This is a anger of an episode right now we're going up for like oh, yeah. plus hours let's take a quick break and then we'll get no to our shopping. extra sheeps i think we'll uh, finish up here we've had a, we've had a lot of discussion today so. oh yeah hello sockerton here again um we've got a couple of announcements to give your guys's way number one uh holidays are coming up especially if you're uh, an american your thanksgiving is coming up real soon as it turns out the three main hosts on this podcast and fourth, if you count Caleb, are all American. So our Thanksgiving is coming up in the November in like a week or two. Thankfully, next episode will not be impacted by that. Our recording dates are actually kind of on the opposite weekends of when that'll be. So uh, that'll be will be normal schedule for the rest of the month. Um, however, for December, we kind of don't we don't have a, a weekend where we record on Christmas weekend. But New Year's weekend, the following weekend, is a supposed to be a recording date. So we kind of looked at our plans. Um, we are not going to have an episode for New Year's Eve. We're not doing a New Year's Eve episode. We, we actually have lives, believe it or not. Uh, we have got family coming in town, for instance. Uh, we're actually going to be doing things. We're going to be busy. So do not expect an episode to end the year. That said, we want to do something special. So we're going to have another live episode coming out. And that'll be on the 17th of December. I believe that's, let me double check the date. I'm pretty sure that's the date. Uh, 17th of December. Yes, that is that Sunday. Sunday, the 17th of December. Uh, we will be doing another live extra sheep episode, probably hosted either by my Twitch or Sir Neville's Twitch accounts. So keep an eye out. I know we used Beals the first time. We're going to kind of rotate through them. Uh, just so we can kind of, you know, promote our own Twitch account, Twitch uh, uh, streams, you know give ourselves a bit of a pat on the back and, and get people to kind of come follow us as well uh so I'll probably be on either mine or sir neville's keep a lookout for that if you haven't followed us on twitch yet you totally should uh sir neville's hasn't been streaming as much but beal and i definitely have been so uh for sure and if and you should still follow sir neville's too he does stream he's just been really busy lately uh but yeah we are doing a live extra sheep on the 17th i think that'll be probably at our normal recording time which most of you probably don't know what our recording time is normally at like 1 pacific standard time uh, on Sundays that, that, that's, that's our, uh, our recording time. So I don't know what that would be with like UTC, like UTC, like minus eight or something like that. So it'd be, uh, yeah, probably late in the evening for anyone who's in Europe, be early morning. Actually, no, I don't know what time that would be at all. I don't know. All I know is that it's going to be one forty-five uh, Pacific standard time. Uh, I'll I'll put a link in the description. I'll have something posted. I'll, I'll figure something out. I'll, I'll I'll be in touch. But we'll be doing live on the seventeenth of December. So keep an eye out for that. And it it's gonna be great. We're gonna have a big long episode. I'm sure we're gonna have so much to talk about over the next couple of weeks with everything. We'll try and make something do something kind of special with it too. Being like the kind of the holiday episode to finish up this year. Uh, we'll do something cool and maybe something special with that. Uh, other than that, uh, things are going great. We're getting close to a full year of the extra sheep. I can hardly believe it, but February, the end of February is going to be our year mark. We'll have to do something special for that, too. Uh, but yeah, we've been trying. Our goal uh, was to do a live episode every quarter, and it looks like that'll be our, our one for the winter quarter. So definitely catch us live then. 
Besides that, my normal shout outs to, of course, Beal and Sir Nevels, those awesome guys. I'm so grateful for them to stick with us for a full year. And I want to shout out Caleb Calamari as well and uh, Askelad and even 104 Tim. They've uh, those guys are along with my wife uh, and all of us that that's kind of the core of this group with the extra sheep. And I just cannot thank them enough for all their dedication, for just being great friends in general as well. Uh, if you guys don't interact with them in any other ways or in throughout some of the discords, I highly recommend you do check out their streams, check out when they're in the chat, hang out with them. They're, they're such great guys. Uh, can't say enough about them. That said, I think that's most everything I need to cover. Uh, of course, Rising Empires, I always encourage everyone to go check them out. Free tournament. Uh, you can join up. You can even win some cash prizes. Really great way to get some experience. They have they host the low elo uh, tournaments, e low elo legends, excuse me. And uh, the War Chief Club for those who are a little more competitive. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, one other thing I do want to mention, I'll probably mention this next episode, but just for a little sneak peek for you guys, uh, we are coming close to 10,000 total downloads of this podcast, which is kind of a big milestone, really. I, I've been very impressed. We average like 500 uh, downloads per episode. And I just want to thank you guys, the viewer, for wherever you are, from the guy who's in Tunisia to Papa Bear to Mark uh, 2.0 to, I mean, Sherman out in England. I mean, all of you guys, I, I recognize so many of your guys' names now through the Patreon, through uh, like my own stream when I'm streaming. You guys are just awesome. Everyone from Sorrow Angel down in like down a land down under. I mean, it just amazes me that like we have a worldwide community. Um, I'm very humbled by that fact. Uh, all about here in the Pacific Northwest United States with Beal being up in Maine, uh, our boy Sir Neville's coming in from Detroit. Uh, we kind of cover the northern half of the United States there. And then just to have all the people from outside the United States, just all of you guys making this great community, making this game what it needs to be. Uh, I'm just so glad to have this and so glad that you guys have, you know, kind of taken to it as well. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of the show. We do uh, notice it. We love every single good piece of feedback we get, all the positive thoughts and well wishes. Uh, it's all very, very well received by us. We, we definitely appreciate it. And that said, if you want to leave like a re review, I think most I think on Spotify, you can re uh, leave a review and same with Apple Podcasts. If you want to do that, go ahead. If you want to recommend this show to people who are playing AOE and may not have heard about it, please do so. We'd love to keep growing the community as well and welcoming especially new players um, with the influx of new players. If you're getting family and friends into this game, uh, please, please send them our way, like send them to the Agree at Bar Discord. Oh, I should mention that, too. If you haven't joined the Agree at Bar Discord. Go and do so. Check it up. It's a great place to meet other guys uh, and, and I guess a couple ladies and then play some games. I think it's mostly dudes. This game is a very video games are very, very dude centric. Hmm. We should fix that. But anyways. Thank you again for listening. Enjoy the rest of your episode. I'll send you guys back to probably my own voice here in a second for the extra sheeps. And we're back. Uh, it's time for the final part of this show where we each give an extra sheep. One last little tidbit that we learned this week or any final thoughts or experiences that we want to share with everybody else. Um, does anyone have an overwhelming desire to go first today? I just knocked mine out. Why All right, not? go for it. Sir. Let's go, let's go for it. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I'll, only I'm saying now is I want to know. I want to know, like, pretty much. Um, if the uh, like, you know, most time you play in a hybrid map or a water map, it's pretty much like. It was always the matter before to go immediate, like, you know, get on wood and immediately make a dock and then try to outboom the opponent with water. But lately, that meta has been failing me. I want to know if that's because back in the day, I mean, back, I don't know, back in the day, but back like 
previous minutes before, like we lost water. If you won water, you pretty much won the game. And like you said, soccer team, when you play French, that's not your strategy. And it's actually worked out successfully for you. When like mm-hmm. you kind of just hurry up, try to go futile and then get them off, get their burn their dock down to where they have all this idle economy on the water now. And if from that point forward, you either just either you go that route or you try to stop them from hitting feudal age or just raid them because they have a later age up. I'm just wondering, like, like has the water medical also make me say that, too. I watched the same thing happen with Marine Lord and B earlier where like B completely won water with the Mongols against I like, had fishing, sh- fishing ships going crazy on water. And Marine Lord, this is maybe a skill gap, too. I mean, this dude's kind of a psychopath, Marine Lord, but. Dude literally like won the game with complete lo- losing both ponds on Kaiwa Kaiwasan. I'm trying to say that map right, but it's two big ponds in the center of the map. He lost both, and he still was able to hold out enough on land. And then he had enough because I a lot of times where sometimes you can almost bait your opponent into going heavy on water with military ships, and they'll have a good chunk of their military population being stuck. Uh, on the water kind of idle because they are now and, not, and now you can just outmass them on land and push them back on land burn down their docks and then you just build up a dock behind it and you just like you basically going for water later like you let them just over commit to water while you commit mainly to land and then just overtake their water now you have a, now you have uh an economic shift you have an economic advantage with villagers you have an economic uh well military advantage with unit land units and now you're just kind of creeping up because now they're so worried about getting established on land. Now you're creeping up and making a dock and taking over water. Like, I want to know, like, has, do I suck or has the meta changed a little I, bit on water? I have a thought on this, actually. I think part of it is that the water maps you are playing now are not the same water maps that have been played more recently in previous uh, seasons. So like, so Baltic, like, yeah, like Boulder Bay, I mean, yeah, you're yeah. on hybrid maps, not <clears throat> full water yeah. maps. And that makes a difference because... With a full, if you're on Boulder Bay or if you're on like a Baltic or you're on maybe. You didn't say the title right. You didn't say the title right. Oh, Boner sorry. Bay. Boner, Boner Bay. <laughs> or if you're on perhaps, uh, <laughs> if you're on like Warring Islands or something like that. Or should I say Whoring Islands? Um, Whoa! <laughs> soccer team! Whoa! I can't believe it. Oh my goodness. You have children. Uh, if you're on like one of those like mm-hmm. full water maps, I would say winning water is the must right because if you lose that there is no other avenue but like on golden heights uh our lord and savior bitterland who created this wonderful beautiful map (laughs) (laughs) the man who created this is the perfect hybrid map in a lot of ways and now some of the ones you mentioned some of the ones you mentioned like kawasan like again two small ponds that have deep sea fish but aren't everything Mm -hmm. right uh there's a land, there's, there's a back and forth. There's a window. You can, when you lose water, there's still, or if you don't go out at all, there's windows yeah. into what you can do. Like, like Holy Island might, people might think that that's a big water map, but I, uh, there's so I'm much other food. You watch me come yeah. back on that because there's so yeah. much other food sources. There's double the sheep on that map. I believe you don't have to rely. I mean, you're, what you're losing out on is you're not going two TCs essentially. Cause with a, a normal full water map, uh, Depending on how things play, like essentially it's like you're going down a TC. Right. Yeah. But like there's still a time frame there if it's not an all water map where you can punish the person for going greedy because it's going to slow them down. Or otherwise, there's a window. So I think a, the big part of it is that the map design around water and what maps have been in the pool has improved greatly. Uh, that's my that's my two yeah. cents on it. 
That makes sense though, because I'm probably used to my. I think my highest win rate uh, last season was uh, uh, what? It's not Mediterranean anymore. Oh my goodness, my brain. The the, the math Baltic. that Baltic. Baltic there Baltic, we go. Yeah. Excuse me. Yes. Baltic. Baltic. Yeah, that was like my <laughs> highest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now right. Now you unleashed the monster. <laughs> Baltic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's probably my like I had like a straight up built in HRE strategy where I just went like I just went million arms and spanned them on land and it's not working out too hot for me on these little hot these little hybrid maps and I'm like wait a minute do I suck what happened but yeah. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, that makes sense though. He said the the map pool has it might look like you know oh you can just do the same thing on this map too, but it's not the same. You can't. You really have more conscious of how you handle water. Nice. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the maps. I really think it's the maps. I, I, it yeah, sounds like that's, Beale agrees. that's what I was gonna say. Is yeah, yeah. It, it's a different gotta, water map pool. I gotta transition my game here. I gotta evolve it a little Might bit. I say, it's a better it. map pool. It's a better water map pool. It really is. Really yeah, I, like I, agree, I agree. I like Boulder Bay. Yeah, a little, little Boulder Bay candy. A little, 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 little fresh out the pool. Fresh <laughs> out the cold pool of Boulder Bay. Gosh. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You know, oh. nothing wrong with that. Well, I like it. Uh, on water, it looks like Beal's extra sheep is going to have something to do with that as well. So we'll go ahead and move it yeah. on to Beal. Uh, so yeah, casting. When we were all doing the casting uh, a couple weeks back Ooh. for Low Elo Legends, uh, we did see some Delhi on water games. And I don't see it that often. So I was getting excited like, oh, yeah, they're fishing ships. They can shoot arrows. And I was getting pumped for like the first encounter of like Delhi running into their opponent on Holy Island and uh, quickly learning that the fishing ship arrows do like no damage against any sort of ship. (laughs) It's just like tickling the, the archer junks. And it was one of the most disappointing things i've seen uh because in my brain it's like oh yeah delhi fishing ships get shoot arrows why are they considered so bad on water and yeah the arrows do nothing and i think i think they're pretty bonuses. good for like dark yeah. age right they're kind of decent for dark age. i mean you can just maybe harass the other yeah, fishing ships that might do more damage against those but against it, any sort of navy, it's just it's not oh, yeah. done for. I, I think it's been common knowledge for a long time that Delhi is one of the worst sieves on water. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't use the scholars enough in the water too. If I, I think you, if you like, what you plant a scholar in there and it like increases the production time or something. Like I it's like know. a lot. I of, did like, learn I'm, that like, fishing ships have the revision range of a scout, though. I learned that recently. Yeah, like yeah, I, I, I feel, feel like, a lot. Yeah, Delhi's like uncracked. Yeah, we still gotta figure out what Delhi is like. I feel like a lot of people are still like, well, you know, Delhi has this on water. It's insane. Like, like even like two years into the game's production, we still like no one uses it. No one knows. Yeah, no one knows. No one knows. Still unexplored. I I realize that every single Civ has like different upgrades to all their stuff, and I've only known like a fraction of them. I still haven't I I haven't gone that deep because we don't play full water maps normally. We just I mean, how often are you really on water like warring islands? That was one of the Empires at War games, one of the last ones was a Chinese mirror. And it was a full-on water fight, and it was kind of fun to watch. Frankly, it was, it was kind of fun to watch. It was a, it just it because was. it was a water game with water units that mattered, and it's like okay, that changes the game, just very different. But I didn't think it was just like a bad thing to watch. It was enjoyable to see. But I agree. It All was, right, uh, bring it back. Yeah, that was that was a fun series to watch. That was that was definitely a good tournament. Um, my extra sheep today. Um, this is for all the younger players who maybe don't know much about China yet, or maybe they want to, or they don't quite understand a couple things. This is kind of a fun little tidbit that I, I finally, 
like I don't play China much, but every now and then I do. And I don't I, I knew that there was a way to get the village up really quick. For those who don't know, a village is like four houses in one. Um, you can get that up and you don't have to worry about building a house for a while. And it and also has a little place where your villagers can go and run and hide into when you're getting attacked. It's kind of neat, kind of a fun thing to have. I've never understood how you get enough wood early game to do that and also build a mill and get on the sheep in time while also getting your uh, IO out, your Imperial officer. So I, I wasn't too sure. And I finally saw it. Like I was casting someone's game and looking at it and I kind of just watched the Dark Age opening and I it just clicked. I just saw it. And here's how it works. You rally all your villagers onto the wood to start and they're going to do one drop off or actually they're not going to drop off. Actually, this is the trick. They don't drop off at the TC. You get them to chop down right before they drop off the TC. You go and have them build a mill again. They don't drop the materials off at the town center. By now, the first thing you do is you queue up a uh, Imperial officer before anything else. So the Imperial, Imperial officer comes out. The six villagers you have go on to wood before they drop off the TC. They go and build a mill. The IO has to immediately get uh, you got to make sure the IO is supervising that mill the moment you even put out the outline of it as they're building it. And then when they're done building it, they'll go to the closest resource They'll drop, they'll drop their wood off at the mill, at the Ooh. food mill. They get the bonus still from the IO supervising it. Then they move on oh. to the sheep. You don't rally them to the food or they will not do it. So you just have them build the mill and then they automatically go towards the nearest food resource and they drop off their wood before anything else. When you do that, when you do that right. And that works for many other things too, but especially with the IO supervising it, it gets that wood bonus, which gives them enough wood to build a village as well as having the mill up. And to me, I was just like a little light bulb in my brain as I was like, oh, that's how that works. That's really ingenious. It's like a little tiny trick of, of the sorts, really specific. You have to kind of know what you're doing to do that though. So again, you send your six villagers onto the straggler tree, you immediately queue up an IO. Uh, right before they they go to drop off that wood at the town center, you build a mill, make sure that the IO is immediately supervising it. And then by the time the milk goes up, they drop off their food, their wood and then move on to the food of their own accord. You then have enough uh, wood. You can grab a vill and build the village. But that works for you other production buildings, too, because sometimes when you queue up a production building. I probably be security. Let's be honest. That's insane. That's, that's, <laughs> just like, that makes so much sense. You say that, like the fact that because I heard if you make production buildings, you like you don't like you, don't, you don't, have don't have to if you like don't queue if you have like if i'm pulling off of wood to go onto gold mm -hmm. i don't need to queue, i can't queue them to build the the mill but don't queue them onto the gold vein they will do it automatically yeah. and then they'll drop off whatever extra wood they have into the mining camp and then go on to the, the gold so you can save yourself a little bit of extra resources if you do that right now sometimes i will say if you do that next to like the deer and there's a berry patch nearby they oh, might yeah. they might do something kind of wonky so you gotta be kind of careful of that but in regards to the China build and how they do that, that is how they do that. And it can have some implications for other other sieves. And when you're trying to build new resource production buildings as well. Mm -hmm. So that's still crazy, though. That's like this is why this is a uh, this is a, a game for scholars. That really, like, that I know, I know. I can't wait to get my PhD. <laughs> that, in that is something because like that is like when you when you figure that out, like that little small detail will make a difference right there. Yeah, and it does. It's, it's like, like just enough wood to be able to build a village instead of having to go with a house, which just, yeah. it, it just gives you, it, it's like, mm -hmm. it like doesn't matter super much in the long run, but you're getting a little extra resources out of that. You're getting a little early, bit of a early. I, I believe so. Yeah. Early. I believe it can make a difference. Cause like, then you're uh, not spending as much wood on houses and you're just, you've got one of those mm -hmm. up already. It's it, it, yeah. And it's just, you're just getting a little extra boost right off the bat. 
So that's my extra sheet. I think I'm not not qualified for this game sometimes. I know, I know. That's why you mentioned like we need to get the diamond. Like we really do because I feel like I feel kind of guilty sometimes being the content creator and talking about this game like I know what I'm talking about. And I I feel like I do. I feel like I do know what I'm talking about. But then I hear like someone like Blade saying, oh, yeah, if you're gold, you're trash. Like he didn't say that in those terms. But like he's saying like you're not good if you're gold. It's it's like like an unspoken thing though. When they're up in Conquer, they they just look down at us. They they don't intend to, but they totally do. They don't think golds are good at all. Beastie literally calls gold players. He's like, oh, that player's probably gold. I'm like, like it's an Like it's (laughs) an insult. And I'm sitting here going like, I feel like guys who get to gold, like, who have lives and children and are trying their best. Like, there's a it's lot of effort in that. It's a very respectable. If you're gold three. I'm a gentleman diamond next season. Yeah. <laughs> we're all going to be diamonds. Yep. Oh, yep. I, I, I like that. Season. I like that. Like that right there motivates me to get in. Like we're, we're all going for diamond. I'm going for it. I, 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 I will definitely go all for it. All of us. All it's going to be so hard. I, I hope I can do I mean, it. I got a week on this season. I got one week on this season. I got. My goal will be plat two. My goal is plat two this season. I will. I am at plat one. I will get to plat two. I'm going to. About it. Just baby steps. If you're plat, if you're plat three, you're getting diamond. If you make it a plat three, you're getting diamond. Because like the same thing with like gold three and platinum. Like it's that's like, like right almost the same yep, rank. The same, thing. the same rank. I agree. It's I like, agree. Once you're plat three, and to anyone who is in like gold two or three, that is a very. I do think that's a very respectable amount of play. You know the game. You know your at least one sieve really oh, yeah. well. Like you have taken effort to learn. You are not some silver. I've I've seen what low elo play looks like. Just saying. Like. We all have casted the lowest of the low games, Listen. and I've seen even worse than that. There are some people who are genuinely bronze players, and if you're bronze, that's okay. You you'll learn very quickly, and you'll get up to silver and gold very fast. Because I was a bronze player, it takes, player. It takes some effort to get up there. You have to really learn the game, and this is not an easy game. Yeah, yeah I, I hate man. I hate when conquer guys. I do kind of dislike when they're like, oh yeah, they're just a gold. It's like no, that's like Listen. like they. they they probably have a good game sense. They probably just don't know how to execute it under pressure very well. Like genuinely. You gotta play with a chip on your shoulder, like, okay, I'll show you. I guess, That's the motivation. I guess. That's the motivation. Like, I, I just feel like it's like, like yeah, like, like, sometimes sometimes I've seen high-level players go, well, if you're gold, you don't really think about this or know this. And I'm kind of like, well, actually, I know a lot of gold guys who do. It's a matter of execution. They just don't have the oh, bandwidth yeah. to do all that at once. Like, not that the game is an APM game, but there comes a point where, like, you can only handle so much incoming information and deal with it. Even if you know strategically what the right answers to every question would be, if you're on a time test, how many questions are you going to get through? Like, the pressure exactly. is there, you know? It's, Every yeah. time plays gives like the ACT over again. It's like, yep. just like yep. you know, all this, to say, all this to say that I, I appreciate other gold players. I see what it's like. I know oh, what it's yeah. like. It's we're all we're all conquerors when we look at it post facto, right? We're all we're all conquerors when we're looking at it. Like Very rarely do I ever sit there and just scratch my head going, how the heck did I lose this? Like oftentimes I know what I did wrong. I can look at my own replays and kind of diagnose where I was missing things. Like I was floating a little bit here. I need to refocus my attention on this. And I kind of spent too long on that. Like gold is, a, is an acceptable level to be at. That is I gold is actually yeah. the average. Believe yeah. it or not, if you're a plat one, you're above average as a player. Over half yeah. the player base is way below you. So I love it. Anyways, that's, that's my good. that's my second round. I'm to myself probably to bed tonight. Some to myself probably to bed. Like actually I'm better. I'm actually above yeah, you're above average to <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been the Extra Sheep, the unofficial Age of Empire Sport podcast. I think we'll call it there. It's been it's a gorgeous fall day out here. We're just getting tons of rain. I'm sure Beal's getting lots of rain. So Neville's, I don't know what the heck Detroit dude, looks this like this Michigan. time of year. This is Michigan. I don't know what always this. gross this time of year. I don't know. Who knows? Dude, this is the most dynamic state. This is a variance. This is a variance. <laughs> 
It's a variant variant civ. Who knows? Today we learned that uh, Detroit is a uh, variant civ. If anyone (laughs) wants to join our Patreon, we've learned there that that they have a variant of uh, variant civ for deep dish pizza. So, oh, most definitely, fun stuff. All right, well, uh, everyone, have a good day. Uh, Thanks for listening. It was a good time. See ya.